ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Where's Your Head Up Podcast. <laughs> bro, <laughs> bro. <laughs> bro. <laughs> this this one had a deep convo. Yeah, we did, and and I, I start off by this morning is has been a hard hard morning to wake up. It's been a hard one. Why is that? I don't know. I'm usually I'm usually quick. I'm usually able to just get up easily, but the alarm went off and then. Yeah. I press stop, 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 stop. <laughs> yeah, stop me, stop me. Uh, well, yeah, we and then obviously, and obviously setting up, and then boom, we have we're having this like super cool conversation about faith, faith the whole realm of faith. I think it's really, I think it's and it's good for Sunday morning. We're not, we're, we're not, we didn't get to go to church. This, this was our service. <laughs> so, Sunday, <laughs> Sunday service. Pastor Gabriel. <laughs> 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 my beans, my beans, <laughs> my beans. Anyway, let's get let's get into the intro real quick, and then we'll uh, go for the discussion. Um, ladies and gentlemen, best podcast in the world. Where's your head up podcast? It's your boy KD, and we got a special, special, and not another back to 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 back. To back. <laughs> not a special guest in the building. Stay your name, brother. Gabriel, good evening, good afternoon, good morning. <laughs> so professional. <laughs> um, yeah, so obviously we've been having, you know, we, I think we could get into the faith thing a little bit later on yeah, since yeah, we just yeah. um, already had a bit of a, of a conversation about it. But um, yeah, how have you been, man? Um, stressed. Okay. Yeah, stressed but good. Um, stressed that I brought upon myself, um, trying to open another site. So mm. I'm dealing with um, builders. Mm. Um, one of them tried to run off with my money, so I had to find his house, <laughs> knock his father's door. <laughs> no, seriously, I knocked his father's mm. door like a Jehovah Witness. Looking for your son, you know. So um, he's paying it back little by little now. But, mm. um, the building game is very, that, is that it's, normal? Yeah, um, it's well, I wouldn't say it's normal, but it's an extreme sport mm. playing with builders because you got to remember that half of the time you don't know where they live. Mm. Remember, you might want to do some work here. Mm. You're gonna put some advert out. You're gonna search Gumtree or somewhere. Yeah. Some guy's gonna come and knock your door and say, "Hi, um, what's the extension you want done? Oh, this is it. Oh, it's gonna cost you five grand. We need two and a half grand up front to start the work." Yeah. Remember, you're, you're going to think about it. It's yes. done every day. Yes. Mm. People yes. part with money every day and do not know where this person lives. Yeah. Yeah. And remember, if the job is not done properly, or whatever, all it takes them to block your number. And you can't do it. It's done. That is it, Jackie. That's it. That's all. And I didn't know where the guy lived. I had to do some some research. Jessica Fletcher rest in peace mm. to try and find out where he lives. Mm. And yeah, like I remember when I was when when because we have a studio in Dublin and the the people that used to come in to like say to do the floors or the, mm. like we I would wait for them to finish because yeah. like they would always ask for the thing beforehand i know mm. that's kind of usually usual for a lot yeah. of the i know i'm sure it's not building the same building that yeah. you're type of doing but like i just like renovation like yeah. floor guy and this guy mm. but i make sure that they yeah. finish the job yeah. before you give them because i don't i don't know how to contact you i know it's easy if, if yeah. for me as well if i want if you finish the day well you can come back to the building but for there's always ways you can you know yeah. dip on people so i just wait for them to finish everything and then yeah. Anyone that's trying to do building work or dealing with tradesmen, very important to get ID from them. So the guys that are doing my bifold windows in at the restaurant, the bifold doors, are going to send me his driving license and I drove to his house to make sure he lives there. Yeah. Because the job that it was going to be was £11,000 to change all the windows. Mm. He wanted 5k up front. 
That's but people money. day in day out will hand over this money to this tradesman. Not know where they live. Anything. Don't know where this person lives. Oh, Shock you. And when I mean it's done regularly, and people listening now will sit there and think, oh, that's true, you know. <laughs> I, just, I just wired 5,000 just this morning. Yeah. <laughs> people do it all the time, and you don't know where the person lives. So when I asked him for his, for his driving license, he was like, what for? I said, if I don't pay you, you know where to find me. This is the shop you're doing. Yeah. Right. Yeah, 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 I can't yeah. just pick the shop up and go. I said, I don't know mm. where to find you. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know where to, I don't know where I'm going. Mm. He's probably like, damn, he got me. <laughs> <laughs> I actually have to do some work. And then like, when he sent his license to me, I drove to his house. Mm. It took me an hour and a half to get there. Hard work and dedication. Because yeah. I've been stung too many times, especially the hardest part is trying to get them back. Mm. So when they do the job, there's something they call snagging, yeah. which is basically at the end. So for instance, okay, look up the ceiling there. You can mm. see where the tape is. So this mm -hmm. is what they call tape and joint. Mm. So basically, they when they put the plasterboard together, yeah. they use a tape to basically um, put join. the plasterboard to join it, and yeah. then they put filler on top. Mm. So I can see now the filler marks here. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Now, yeah, so yeah, technically, yeah. whoever owns this property, whoever's done it, should be ringing them back to say, hi, um, thank you very it. much, but you have not done the job yeah, properly yeah, because yeah, yeah. they're not coming back. They're taking their money. Yeah, That is it. You know where he lives. We just yeah. keep telling you, okay, yeah, I've got another job I'm doing, mate. You know, just give me two weeks, man. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. day, so my van broke down. You know what I mean? And obviously, my dog's cat was jumping in the river Thames. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. My dog's cat. <laughs> that's it. And that's how you don't find them back. So I've been a bit stressed, but it's good stress. Yeah. yeah. The stress I put, about, I put upon myself. So, so, so you, you're, obviously, you've opened a lot of, like, you, you, okay, so. You have one restaurant. Yeah, you have a restaurant. Yes, I started I, in Birmingham. Okay. Um, From Birmingham to Dulwich, and then Dulwich to the new place. Okay, yeah. so so that now is four. No, no, no. So that's so Birmingham. Um, I sold. Okay, okay. So I opened Dulwich. Okay. So Dulwich is still running, yeah. and then I'm now opening another one in in um. I don't know to say the location, but yeah, another yeah. one in yeah. yeah. Sick. What what made you get into that? I'm from doing events. Okay. So um, I used to do like comedy shows, live music shows, raves, mm -hmm. whatever. And when you're doing those sort of events, you're using someone else's space, mm. and then when you sort of they usually give you a bar spend. So what a bar spend means is that let's say someone's closing their venue for you for the day. Yeah. They'll say to you that you have to hit £2,000, mm. if that makes sense. Yeah. So they'll take a deposit from you and then your guests now have to spend that amount. Mm. So if you've got 100 people in a venue and your bar spend is 2000 how much does each person need to spend? 20. 20 pounds. Yeah. Okay, so you're ready, you know. This one, sharp, sharp, sharp. <laughs> this one, I just... <laughs> Bro, I started doing the mathematics. I can teach you I'm doing this. God knows that was a guess. God knows. <laughs> well, yeah, that's basically what, um, what it is. So when doing the events there, I said to myself, if I can bring people to someone else's restaurant or someone else's bar, mm. pretty confident I should be able to bring them to my own. Mm. And that was the inspiration behind, behind doing that. Yeah. So that's why I ended up opening a restaurant. And I always advise people not to open one. Because mm. of the stress, always, it's too much. It's too much work. Yeah, there's too many components to that sale. Mm. When I mean that sale, it's too many avenues. So you get to the door, mm. you may not be greeted properly, or you get to the door, no one's there. Mm -hmm. Every time you go into a restaurant, you're standing there like, yeah, waiting, 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 looking like you turn around from restaurants because exactly. Mm. You now get sat down by a table. The tables may be wobbling, or maybe the cut. You've got a bit of a watermark. <laughs> maybe you're next sat next to a loud table. So maybe it's just you and your mum, or you and your boy. You want to have a meeting, but you're next to a big table of twenty who are making noise. Yeah. It's now ruining your night. You might be under the air conditioning. It might be too cold. It might be too hot. Mm. You have seats in the restaurant. You're telling me to move it to that table. I say I can't move anywhere, but it's cold. If I turn the aircon on, mm. it's too hot in it. Everyone's going to be too hot. Do you move from there? <laughs> oh, the food is taking too long. Okay, no problem. It's coming out. Oh, the food came. It's not seasoned enough. It's not hot enough. It's too cold. The alcohol is coming. Your drink. I can't taste it. You want another cocktail? You've gone to the toilets. It's a bit messy. You've now come from the toilet. You've now gone back to your seat. Now you're sitting down. 
And, wait, wait. Did you revise that? There's too much And the sale is not finished yet. Mm. Now, remember, your table's from seven to nine. Because you was late now, I'm rushing you because it's not 8.50, I've got to bring your bill. You're now telling me, oh, we're feeling like we're rushed. Yeah, I'm rushing mm. you because you was late. Yeah. You know your table's up at nine o'clock. I need to get you up. But now you're taking long on purpose to pay for the bill. Your table's meant to be up at nine o'clock. The people are coming for nine o'clock at the door now. They're not looking at me like a mumu. I am, um, you stated in your policy that it's important for customer <laughs> time. I am now I'm here, here on time. At nine o'clock and I can't be seated. Mm. What are you going to do about this? What are you doing for us? Oh, God. Oh, God. It's, it's, all, it's all a domino effect. Oh, it's too God. much involved. Yeah, yeah, for the, yeah, remember, yeah. this for the one sale. Mm. It's too much involved. Whereas when you look at a garment, mm. something like this, for instance, obviously it's probably made in some factory. Mm. But once it's on that shelf mm. inside JD Sports or whatever, Easy. you pick it up. Oh, the sale in JD Sports is very, mm -mm. Mm. you're buying body cream. Mm -mm. Yeah. It's very it's quick. Same. It's yeah, quick, yeah. yeah. Hospitality, there's too much. I've even got to do customer service for you. Even when you're rooting me, I have to do customer service. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's to be nice. And you're be nice. like, I'm looking at you. I'm like, I know you're. A I want to bang yes, your yes. head. Yes, you're a dickhead. Yes, I want to flog you. What <laughs> <laughs> to flog you? <laughs> so I, I advise people do not go into hospitality. Why are you mm. in the second restaurant? Um, because this one I'm not actually going to run. So uh. this one I'm actually going to. I'm doing the whole infrastructure. So I'm doing the whole fitting it out putting all the card machines in, doing everything. everything yeah. The person who's coming in and put their name on the restaurant, I'm stepping back. So they just pay me a premium to be in the restaurant space. I don't want any involvement anymore. Um, I'm done why? Is that because you don't want to be the face of it? I don't want to be the face of it. Um, I think it's detrimental being the face of a black business in a white country. I think it's detrimental. Um, we make up only 3% of the UK, yet 90% of the UK is white. Why you want to open a business to target 3% of people when there's another 97% makes no sense to me. I repeat mm. again. Yeah. Why you want to open a business for just a 3% <laughs> when there's 97% out there in the UK mm, yeah. makes no sense to me. Mm. And this is just me. That's bad. It makes mm. no sense. So for me now, I'm removing my face. Because mm. yeah. the other rest are Sire uh, London, they know it's you. They know it's black. Even yeah. me, idiot. I didn't put in the, the <laughs> on, on the home bio. I put black this black. Foolish fool. Putting black, 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 black in the bio. Black, black. So people remember the first thing you see in your restaurant, you go and see about us. So what's the story of this place? We then see black. first black owned this in Birmingham. Black owned did it ah uh, because that was the when I opened it in 2020. It was pandemic. That yeah. was the height of black owned business. Everyone yeah. was screaming black owned. Yeah, yeah, black owned. Yeah. <laughs> 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 doing it. Everyone was doing it. So I said, let me do black owned. Only for people to now be doing, okay, the black owned thing is great. But you have mm. to understand. It's limited. It does, it does to limited. some people, mm. it kind of Very says, limited. oh, it's, it's for blacks. It's not, yeah. Yeah, it's not for us. <laughs> it's not, mm, yeah. it's not my vibe. But people might look at this and be like, oh, this guy's been a bit, no, no, no. Run your business. Mm. If you want to target just three percent of the UK, no do problem. Do You've done your maths. You, you, you can make money. You can make no, money. Can. Yeah. yeah, but okay. there's more money to be made. But, yeah. but it's only in certain fields. So, for instance, Music. there are certain creams mm. that only blacks will use. Yeah. So you can set up a black-owned business for, for creams mm. because there are certain creams that we need for our body that certain people, other demographics, don't know how to do. Yeah, yeah. Mm. That will work for you. Yeah. Does it make sense? Yeah, yeah. Because there are certain skin conditions like we have that others don't have. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So even for music, you might. Remember, music for me isn't just black. Mm. You can't just make black music yeah. because mm. people are still listening to Afrobeats. They're listening mm. to bash, they listen to dance. Mm. Mm. Hip hop is probably one of the biggest dramas of music in America. Yeah. Mm. Like mm. it charts number one, like Little Baby just released his album, went straight to number one. Mm. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. but there's certain things. Hospitality is one industry that you don't want to pigeonhole yourself. Yeah. Mm. Because when it comes to hospitality, we're very promiscuous. In meaning you'll go to that restaurant one day, 
You go to that one. Yeah, day. for sure. Yeah, you go to loyalty. Yeah. You don't go to the same one every day. You don't. Yeah. 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 Do you know what yeah. I mean? And when you're based in a white area like I am, mm. your, your, your locals are what fills up your Wednesdays and Thursdays, your weekdays. Mm. Remember, we go out for birthdays on a Friday. Mm. We're celebrating Se- something. On the weekend. Yeah. But you're forgetting that Wednesday's there. Thursdays there. Your mm. locals are the ones who like, for instance, you live just here. If there's a restaurant that is two minute walk, mm. that would be a local. Yeah. So mm. you just say, let's go and let's mm. do, get a small, let's do small gist, let's yeah. do small, small fadji. Yeah, And you'll go there and do something small. Whereas yeah. you might have to have a celebration to go to West End or go to Kensington yeah. or go mm-hmm. somewhere far. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and that's yeah. why your locals are everything. But if you want to do 3%, my friend, please. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm not your advisor. I'm not, I don't, pay your money or pay your rent. <laughs> Don't come and tell me you did for everybody and the white people or the Asians didn't come. Stick to your shy No, that's true though. Because we, we, we had the, it's obviously in, in Ireland, it is much smaller than the UK. Mm-hmm. Like there's still millions of peop- black people in, in, in the UK. Mm-hmm. Whereas in Ireland, yeah. it's, it's, it's maybe a hundred thousand, maybe in a hundred thousand yeah. in there, but very low. Very low. Um, and we're spread apart throughout the whole country. And so then I always say like, because when I used to like do music and stuff, I still I still love, I still make music. But when I used to like actively do and release music, I, I used to talk to my few of my friends and be like, yo, this is not, we have to be able to blow outside of this yeah. country. The reason being is because if we, if we were to say, oh, I want to be a, a musician in this country and do tours in this country, well, you would do, your home city, your the the, the capital city, Dublin. Mm-hmm. You might do the second largest city that's Cork oh, down yeah. south. They might do up north, mm-hmm. Belfast. So you might, if you're lucky, even then. If, yeah, even then, yeah. but then after you do that, that that's your your, your three dates yeah, you're tour. Done. You're done. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? And and in, in that hundred thousand people that know you, or in the hundred thousand population, mm-hmm. it now gets smaller and smaller yeah. to the people who actually okay. Take away the kids, take away the young kids, take away the grown adults. Yeah. Then let's get into the our age, yeah. our age range. Then people that like yeah, music, then like hip hop, yeah. then like rap, then like yeah. your, do you. Know what I mean, yeah. it's a small percentage that you can potentially like you, like you live off of. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So you have to be able to see broader, mm-hmm. especially in a country. Again, especially in a country that's white dominated. White. You gotta play the game, yeah. mm. and I've learned now. This, in this country, to make it, you have to play the game. Mm. Yeah, you have to learn how to adapt. Mm. You to, if you're not ready to play the game, just and there's nothing wrong in being in employment. This whole mantra of people dissing people in nine to fives, don't mm. work for your boss. I know plenty of people mm. in nine to fives making more money than me. I mean, I'm not making money. Mm. Just put that before anyone. Come on, come on, come on. No, no, hey, no, yeah, no, 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 yeah, no. jump in. Yeah, hey, hey Gabby. <laughs> this whole idea, this false dichotomy of people dissing nine to fivers, don't get a job. Self-employed is not for everybody. Not for everybody. Yeah. If your bills are being paid and you've got peace of mind, my friend, I advise you, stay in your day job. Yeah. <laughs> the stress of it, it's not... Mm, mm. Not for everybody. It's not for everybody. There's nothing you, wrong. Do you, do you enjoy the, the stress... Like the variety of kind of your day, your week, your month. The joy I get out of it is in hospitality is seeing people enjoy themselves mm. in my in my space. Yeah. Mm. You know, that's the enjoyment I get when someone, you can see someone has come out of their way, 20 of their friends are on a table and they're just in having fun. Yeah. Mm. That's the satisfaction I get from it. Yeah. You know, you get the good, you get the bad and you have to learn in business, in life, that you've got to take the rough with the smooth, the A cups with the D cups, yeah. the BBLs with the <laughs> IKEAs. You have to take 
You have to. Did you he have say to, IKEA? Yeah. You have to flat packs. You have to take everything. You have to take. Because of his liver. And some people can't take the good and the bad. Yeah, that's and true. One of the problems of being the face of the business is that you want to take the adulation and the praise. Mm. Not the, not the opposite. And that's the thing that me, I don't want any of it now. Yeah, I don't yeah, want yeah. the good or the praise because when I get the bad side. You can't. You have to take your emotions out of business. Mm. And when the bad comes, I don't like it. But when the good comes, I'm like, yes, 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 yes. But then when the bad comes, yeah, And everyone loves to be called like a CEO. Do you know what I mean? They love to be called a boss. I don't want anymore. I want to be the silent person. I don't want anyone to know that I've run this. Everyone that's open, nobody's gonna know it's my spot. I don't want anyone to know. I don't care. As I say, if you pay me. I don't want to know anything. <laughs> I don't want it. I want to be in the background and then my eventual goal is to just do consultancy. Okay. That's what I wanted because I, I think the best business to be in is when people need you. Mm. Mm. No matter how many times BA messed your flight up, you will still take BA again. Facts. Mm. Say that again. No matter how mm. many times BA <laughs> would do delay, let them do four hour delay flight, you will still take BA again. Mm. Simple. Right, right there. Yeah, right there as well. Mm-hmm. You're gonna you're, you're gonna still go because you need them. Yeah, you need them. Yeah. The best yeah, industry to be in is any business where you're needed, mm. where it's not like someone feels they're doing you a favor. Somebody mm. will come to the restaurant that like they do me a favor. It's a transaction. Mm. I want somewhere to go out to eat, and I've got a place for you to eat where mm. there's a vibe. It's a you're not doing me a favor, yeah. mm. but it's so the way hospitality is and the whole customer is always right thing. It makes it seem mm. like that, and it, that's the challenge you have where people will come and say, "Oh, we're coming to support you," like it's charity. Big man. Like, no. hmm. It's a business. I patronize you. Service yeah. And you're looking for the said yeah. service. Mm. You know? So it's true and butter. Mm. It's just consultancy what it is. now. Yeah. Just consultancy. So eventually I'll go into consultancy where you'll come to me. Mm. You'll ask me for advice and I'll consult. You need me. Did, yeah. did um, what I say, like, to, to set up the first one, like, mm-hmm. capital, like, mm-hmm. that's, was that a lot to oh, get? Oh, I always make a point. Anyone who follows me knows I take out loans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I always make a point of telling people, me, I'm not no rich man. Mm. Even the one I'm doing now, in um, where I'm doing it now, I took out a 100K loan. Mm. I take out loans. 100K, I take out <laughs> loans. And, and so I don't want people to ever think that, oh, this guy is just, what am I doing that I can't make money to save to build? Mm. Have good credit. Find out, to find places to get money. Yeah. When I opened the one in um, Dulwich, not Dulwich, the one in Birmingham, Birmingham, I had some of my own money, but a family friend gave me 50 odd grand. Yeah. To open that with, with, with the money I had, that's oh. what I opened there. Yeah. With, but with um Dulwich, I took out, I think it was close to, I'd have a 50k, but I took this out in a loan this time, like a real bank oh. loan. Yeah. The other one was a loan from a family friend. Yeah. Dulwich was a, a bank loan which I took out, which I've now paid off. Mm-hmm. Now the one in um the new one, 100k loan, taking out a loan. So you're, you're just, you're not risking with your money, you're risking yeah. with. I use other people's money. money. Yeah, that makes sense. That's what they do. That makes sense, yeah. I don't know why I should use my own money. Remember, if, if it's my own, one, if this doesn't work out, I still have my own money. I'll have five years of bad credit. They can't kill me. I'd rather borrow from the bank than borrow from you. You mm. might come and find me and try and smash yeah. my head. Mm. 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 Now, where's mm. can't smash my head? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I, that's it. If I can't pay, I can't pay it. credit. If it, if it, worst case, I'll just go and move to Nigeria. The mm-hmm. credit's changed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Your credit agencies for this country, people yeah. forget that it doesn't follow you to Nigeria. Yeah. Mm. Think because you've got bad credit here, they won't give you credit there. So <laughs> ah, they, 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 there's no credit there. <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't use my own, I, don't use, I use some of my own money. Mm. And some people argue and say, but you've got to pay interest in it. The interest is very small. Mm. I don't mind. And Especially with the grant time as well. Yeah, there's yeah. good debt and there's bad debt. And people understand that this for me is a good debt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because I'm building stuff which is going to be an asset, which is going to be a commercial premises, which will make me money. money yeah. mm. You know, But you do your numbers to make sure that everything plans out. 
But people don't realise that I've taken this place over since July. So obviously I'm still paying for the building mm. and I'm paying my loan. Yeah. So you've got to make sure you've got good money management to make sure that you're balancing mm. everything. And the biggest problem that a lot of us have in this life, you don't know how to manage money. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Forget how much you earn. You cannot budget your way out of poverty, first of all, and you need to manage your money. If you can't manage the small you have, and don't take it the wrong way, because sometimes the small you have still isn't enough. Yeah. Mm. But if you can't manage what you have How now, can you manage big? Don't think when you start earning 100K a year or whatever, you you're going to manage it well. any better. Yeah. Discipline. For sure. Oh, that's why we were having that conversation. If mm. you won 20 million now, mm. what would you do with it? Mm. Oh, you're going to splash. Because mm. that's the habit that you have. Splash. That's the habit you have when you have yeah. 3K. Yeah. You've got no yeah. discipline. Mm. And for me, I always say routine, habit, and discipline. Those three things make you in life. Routine, habit, and discipline. Mm. Those are the three things mm. that is, is you. That's where your life is going. Mm. Any direction you follow in life, your routine. Set up a routine. Do you get up at seven o'clock every morning? Do you do this every time at eight o'clock? Do you do this every time at nine? Your mm. routine, your habit. The things you do every single day, the habits mm. you make, it makes you. Then discipline. You want to lose weight. You go to the fridge. There's all of this stuff inside there. Mm. Discipline is saying, <laughs> no, <laughs> no. For a year, I was addicted to Red Bull. For a year. Mm. For five months now, I've not drank it. And do you know how I stopped? Oh. I just stopped. Okay. So, so you're, you're a cold <laughs> turkey guy. I just stopped. Yeah. One day I went to and I said, not anymore. Yeah. I just, I haven't, I, but now my substitute now is Lucasade. Yeah. Okay. So, so that's what I was going to ask because we mm-hmm. talk about the, um, so, so uh, the, the idea sometimes is that when you go cold turkey, mm-hmm. the, the relapse is heavier. Do you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. when you just stop something, but you mentioned now you've had a, like a substitute. Yeah. Which kind of like, uh, that's a also a way to like eat. To wean off it. Wean off yeah. it. Yeah, in the same know? way, someone who's a smoker will have nicotine patch or there's nicotine yeah. sticks. Like it just yeah. gets you off little by little. Yeah. I was addicted to Red Bull. Mm. Like every day I was having two or three. Mm. Two or three. Right. And then I realized that it was the fizz that mm. was after because it wasn't making me less tired. Mm. Like I was still tired. Yeah. So <laughs> it was not doing anything. So I realized mm. that it's probably the fizz. So I started yeah. just going on to fizzy drinks. Yeah. So mm. little by little now, I'm going to try and wean off the fizz to now just finally not need to have anything. Thing fizzy, but routine, discipline, and habit. Those three things are so crucial. And if you don't have those three things in place, once again, there's nothing wrong in being a nine to five, mm. but just stay in your nine to five because there's no, <laughs> when, I, when I left the house today, it was pouring with rain. Mm. There's times when people don't have the motivation to do things because it's raining. Mm. There's no, mm. there's no motivation when you're self-employed. You have yeah, to get up. To yeah. There's no mm. sick day. Mm. Uh, mm. <laughs> there's no sick day mm. if, if you're sick and you take a sick day you don't get paid, <laughs> you don't get paid. <laughs> you don't get paid. there's no sick day there's none of this mm. oh, you, how you feel yeah. I don't feel like coming into that how you feel you just have to you just have to do yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's it's crazy I think I think what okay can I ask this in in terms of you um, like okay so so now, now you're in this place where you say, okay, I have habit, routine, and um, discipline, right? But I'm not per- but don't, don't right. I still mess up. There's mess up all the time. How long has have you had that type of mindset? Because I think sometimes the, the issue, right, is mm. there's there's platforms like this, and we, we say, and, and bigger platforms, and, we, mm. and there's like, from people that have already walked in this mm. um, path, people just think, do that and become successful, right? So, mm-hmm. like, so it, it, it goes back to the, the book I'm reading, right? It's don't do what successful people do while they're successful. Mm-hmm. Do what successful people do before they got successful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Because like I can't like there's there's certain things that like Jeff Bezos does right now as a routine that wouldn't make sense for me. Yeah. Of course. Because I yeah. I'm just not at that place to be able yeah, to do yeah, that. Exactly, but yeah. mm-hmm. it's thing that he did before he got there that mm-hmm. I could try and emulate and stuff like that. Yeah. So now what you've got to a place where you're and I know you're still building a lot, but to, to a lot of people, you are you're ready at, at a no, success. I'm not, I'm not anywhere. But to a lot of people, yeah, yeah. I think my main thing is that I graft. Yeah, I've never been I've never been scared of hard work. Yeah, you know, like I, and one thing I do is I always get it done. Mm. Like, whether it takes this or that, I don't because I'm passionate about what I do. Everything's about doing something you enjoy. Mm. And sometimes people are doing things they don't enjoy just for the money. Mm. Like, I I enjoy doing events. So it wasn't work for me to be doing events. Yeah. And, you know, because I, I was able to network, I could bring people to a space. So that's why I'm in hospitality, because I might have learned a knack to get people to, to come into a yeah. space. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I, one of the key ones is I graft. Mm. During the pandemic, for instance, when restaurants closed, I went and bought a van. I started doing deliveries. Mm. I didn't just sit at home, sitting there, oh, no restaurant. No, I bought a van and started doing deliveries, waking up at four in the morning. Mm. Like I, and it's, it's either in you or it's not. I graft. There's, mm. no, there's no secret. You can read every book in the world for business. And I say it, um, hope is the bestseller. Mm. Hope is the bestseller. And mm. I don't, you cannot live off hope. Yeah. But <laughs> you look you at die, hope. Relationship, books, <laughs> relationship books and business books are two. Of, uh, but first of all, the Bible is the biggest selling book. Yeah. Yeah. book. Yeah. But let's talk about relationship books and business books. They're the other big selling books because yeah. they're selling you hope. Mm. But if, unless you're going to implement this, it's just useless. Mm. You can read every, every, every business single book, thing, every yeah. relationship book. Women have been reading relationship books for years. For years. Remember, us men don't be, for years. But one thing I say is this. You see when your head is gone? Mm. Yeah, your head, head is gone. gone. It's, it's gone. gone. Yeah, accent can sound French. When your head is gone, <laughs> that, uh, oh, one, two, one, it'll sound like, come on to the baby. You'll think that the accent that's Birmingham is French. Yeah. Your head is gone. No relationship yeah. book. It's going to solve your problem. Yeah, your head is just gone. Head loss. Head it's loss. gone. Exactly. Head it's head gone. Loss. Look at that Derek Jackson. That was all the ladies yeah. were, were saying. Was, yeah, he, he was then cheating on his wife. Yeah. All of them was, oh, Derek Jackson, be like him, be like him. Mm, <laughs> be like him now. Mm, be like, look at your king. Look at your T'Challa. Look at him. Look at him. But yeah, I think there's, there's, I don't think you can, and I got in trouble for this when I said, I don't think you can teach business. There are fundamentals, there's things you can teach, but see that fire in your belly. Yeah, you can only develop it. It's either it's there or it's not. Mm. That tenacity to keep going, it's mm. either it's there or it's not. Like the stress I'm going through now with these builders at this place, another guy would have just tapped out and said, "Ah, this is not." Oh yeah, tapped out easy. I said, I'm still going. You just, you just, it's going to work, and that's my mentality. Is it's getting done. Mm. There's nothing. There's nothing that's stopping me. It's getting done, yeah. and that's mm. me. Is that you can't teach certain things. Like it's the fire in your belly that you have. It's either there. It's, it's not. not. Hmm. It's so fire it's in the belly. What was the, what was the first step in you opening up the restaurant? Um, so I was in the process. Yeah. So yeah. obviously I was doing events. Um, I then needed to make sure I could get the capital mm-hmm. first of all. So the first mm-hmm. thing is making sure I've got the capital. Mm-hmm. Then I then a, a, feasibility, a feasibility test, meaning that I then looked at buildings that were for sale, mm-hmm. calculated what the outgoings are going to be, and then said to myself, how much money does this business need to make for that for that business to make sense? So I'll break it down in a smaller version by saying, if somebody wants you to take their venue on to do an event and they tell you that it's a £2,000 bar spend, but the venue can only hold 50 people, <laughs> that means each person has to spend £40. Yeah. So you've got to say to yourself, is the average person going to spend £40 on drinks? No. Maybe not. 
You know, it's not feasible to do that event there. Mm. But that's just breaking it down in a smaller term. So mm. the business I'm opening soon is called WBF, which is called Working Back to Front, yeah. a consultancy page. I always say in business, work back to front. Mm. I think you were saying it before. Start. Think someone said it just today about starting from the that way and coming backwards. When you play it back, you was, I don't know who it was. <laughs> yeah. Someone said it. So, yes, yeah, about the iPhone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, the yeah, iPhone, yeah. yes, it was you that said it. The yeah. iPhone 18 has been made and they scale it down. Yeah. So it's always important to, I say, work back to front. Go to the, to the, to the front. Mm. Work backwards yeah. mm. and see whether it can make sense. Make sense so the yeah. same way they want a two thousand pound bar spend, only fifty people. So to hit two thousand pound, fifty people spending forty pound, that's not so going to happen. Yeah. So I do a feasibility test on everything. So once I've done that feasibility test, then it says to me this can work. Mm. Then once I've done that, and you need to now find the premises. Hmm. You go onto a commercial agent website. You start looking for locations. You got to then check. Sometimes you may be a freehold. It might be a leasehold. So a freehold is basically, I'll give an example. When you've got a block of flats, mm. okay, there's a landlord who owns the whole block of flats. Yeah. He would then send you the lease to the flat. So you own your flat, but you don't own the block. Yeah. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when buying a commercial premises, you can get the freehold or you can get the leasehold, which means you own this particular space for this amount of time. So it goes on the land registry. So this is yours. Okay. Of time. okay. So you might go and find a leasehold. So what you need to do is when you're checking for your lease, you need to then check for the business rates. Because I got stung. I didn't know what business rates was when mm. I first opened Birmingham. So you got business rates is basically the tax you pay for just having a shop. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't yeah. give, you, give you anything. It's just a tax. So for Birmingham, I was paying <laughs> £600 a month just because... Yeah, hey, business. Um, I've, I've got a business. Yeah, Whether yeah. I make £1 or £2, yeah, they were taking it. Out, yeah. So you Jesus. then do that. So you then do your... You check, find a commercial premises, find out how much the lease is or how much the freehold is, check for your business rates. And then once you've done that, you can then start breaking down whether or not it makes financial sense Mm. That makes sense. So I always say that when it comes to hospitality, whatever your rent is a week, can you make that a day? So whatever your rent is a week. Mm, mm. So if your rent is £500 a week, can you make £500 a day? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then if if you can do that, then it, then that's the easy, for me that's the easy formula that's worked for me. Yeah. Yeah. I add sorry, I add my my sorry my rent for the week and my business, business rates. rates for the week. So yeah. oh, okay, okay. you add the two of them together. If that equals £700, can you do make it. a week? Can you make that a day? Simple formula. It's so, it's very so simple. Sense, yeah. Whatever mm. your business rates and rent is a week, can you make that a day? Mm. Simple. So if it's £700 um, a week, you've got to make £3,500 um, in that week mm -hmm. on sales. Mm -hmm. so obviously, yeah. £700 times yeah. seven. Oh, seven. Seven, seven times seven? That's four. No, sorry. 4,900. Look at me. Fake businessman. <laughs> sorry, 4,900. <laughs> Might be no, sorry. Steve. It's a fizz. I'm killing it on maths there. Yeah, you are. Yeah. But that's basically all it is. Whatever your rent and rates are a week, can you make that a day? Mm. And then from that point, then you now need to find your solicitors because then you need to do the conveyancing. So your, their solicitor will do with the landlord solicitor. They'll then go back and forward. They'll have the heads of terms. So I was meant to get a place in Fulham, but they then went back on the heads of terms. Heads of terms, meaning that before we start this um, deal, these are the heads of terms. These are the things we've agreed, like the smaller details. Yes, yeah. Everything else is now jargon. But this is the main thing. This is how much it's going to be okay. a week. This is what you're going to pay, your mm -hmm. rent-free period. Yeah. Da, 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 da. So last minute now, they tried to take off the rent-free period. Mm -hmm. So when doing a commercial building, you're going to spend months fixing. Yeah. So they're meant to give you um, a rent-free rent yeah. period. To fix they they're not making money. Exactly. So yeah. they agreed for four months rent-free. Then they then pulled it last minute and said one month. I said, mm. my friend, take your place. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because they went against the heads yeah. of terms. And once you've then got the place, then you need to find your build. No, you need to find your builders before you get the place. Because any good builder is not ready or free straight away. Yeah. And I yeah. say, as a general rule of thumb, any builder that you can ring today that can come today. It's not good. Generally speaking, not good. builders are in demand that are good. 
They yeah, should tell you true. a month, two months, three months. Anyone that you can ring, yeah, mate, yeah, come down tomorrow, t- tonight. Yeah, so and it gives you the plaster. <laughs> and then that's what. And, and then you try and ring him back, it doesn't come back. Yeah. yeah. So that's generally the process. You then get your builders. The builders come in. Then you need to start thinking about your architecture, the layout. So, for instance, you need to know that, for instance, that wall there. You might determine that you want to have eight people on the back of that wall mm. but when you start doing your architecture and put the tables and chairs you realise that back wall can only take four people mm. do you know what I mean the same way you know that sofa can probably manage three yeah. at mm. most mm. you might not know that so you might buy the sofa without doing the dimensions say yeah we're going to do this podcast we'll have four people sitting mm. here four sitting there until the chair comes it's like ah so you've got to do all of that stuff to make sure that all the equipment you're buying can, can fit into the space yeah. then you need to start doing your recruiting there's a lot, mm. a lot the whole game is it's not easy I promise mm. you, it's not easy. Yeah. I would never advise anybody to go into it. It's too much into the cell. Too mm. much. How, how much would you need? Um, I say it depends on the size. So some people will sell a business and have a premium. So a premium is usually on fixtures and furnishings and goodwill. Mm-hmm. So meaning if there's a restaurant already opening, mm. somebody might want 100 grand. Mm. Now they might ask for 100 grand because the business is already running and there's equipment and stuff in there that's worth 100 grand. Okay. So you might mm. just buy that and you don't need to do anything. So you might pay 100K and walk straight in and start operating. You have a restaurant. Yeah. Exactly. So the one I'm doing now, the new one, um, it was derelict. It's been closed for like two years. Mm. So it was like, you couldn't operate like that. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I, I didn't pay any premium. So mm. I got the place for free. As in, I didn't have to pay a premium. So I, I, I had to pay to get the place, but yeah. there's no premium. Mm. Yeah. Does that mm. make sense? Yeah. So then I've now got to do the refurb. So that place is 2,400 square feet. And it's going to probably cost me about and once again, I've taken loans. So don't yeah. think, I, I don't want anyone to think that. Because sometimes people think, what is this guy doing that I'm not doing? How does he have this money? I've taken loans. Yeah. Mm. And just and have I, good credit. Yeah, and I've documented it on my Instagram that you can see, I've shown the loans coming out of my bank. Yeah. Like it's not, I'm not just some rich guy. I don't have yeah, money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just loans. I use loans to open businesses. Yeah. Mm. So that will cost me probably upstairs and downstairs. You're looking about 160 grand. Mm. Yeah. But then. For refurb. Yeah, for the refurb. Yeah. Yeah, it's not, it's not cheap. Yeah. It's not cheap. Yeah, it's not cheap. I remember that's including the kitchen equipment. So I'm talking kitchen equipment, the fridges, the bar counter, decorators, so the whole thing to get it up and running. You're looking at 160 grams. Yeah, I, I like, I like. Okay, so so that that's just the refurb, right? Yeah. And you're thinking about now again back to the sale. And I think one of the most important things with the sale is the customer service. Customer service, yeah. And the why? And you obviously already mentioned that you like to see people have a good time yeah. while they're in your premises and stuff like that. My thing, my my my. my I guess my issue, all of our, everyone's issue is mm-hmm. always with customer service. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like, listen, if you get into, mm-hmm. if you get to, I've been to nice restaurants where mm-hmm. the decor the, the is absolutely top notch mm-hmm. and it makes it so much more enjoyable. Even if the food isn't great, my bro. Yeah, customer service. If the customer service is bussing. You're having a great time. Yo, it's just like, do you know what? She's lovely. Do you know what I mean? He's lovely. And you just, you just. Like, yeah. that's, that's why people tip because in America it's just not, like that's the culture no, tip 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 the, yeah but ever actually ever since we started doing like deliveries and people started like tipping us yeah. like when we do deliveries mm-hmm. I was like you know what yeah. if, if, I, if I get some good customer service yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna put an extra two extra three mm-hmm. extra whatever it is yeah. Um, but yeah what what was what was okay I don't want to pit, I don't want to generalize all black mm-hmm. businesses but mm-hmm. I guess that's another thing also with general business but Sometimes with black businesses, one thing I've realized, mm-hmm. um, and there's there's been loads of clubhouse rooms about it, mm-hmm. is is like the it's like the customer lack service, of, yeah. the lack of, um, uh. it's, 
I think it's it's difficult because with, with the customer service side of things, um, I try to step back as much as possible because I give as good as I get, meaning I mm. mirror you as a customer. Yeah, right, right, you know? right. Yeah. So, if you, if so, you, so they, if they're giving you tickets... Just... Yeah, and that's why I've had to step back a lot because yeah. um, businesses shouldn't be personal. Whereas if someone's coming to my business premise and I think they're taking the piss... Like, I look at that. You're, you're taking the piss, isn't it? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're in my house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear you. I you're hear in my you. house. Like, yeah, yeah. You're in my restaurant. You're in my house. Behave yourself. Like, behave mm. yourself. Like, you're in my house. Like, why are you doing that? Mm. Yeah. You know, so customer service is very important. Um, I'd say, generally speaking, as blacks, we're fine. Mm. Our biggest problem is being late. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the two problems I always have in my restaurant is getting people off the table mm. and deposits. Meaning, so okay, let, let me do a quick maths here. So there's four of you in this place now. Yeah. So let's say you pay a £10 per head deposit. Right. So you to come to my restaurant, so you paid a £10 per deposit, so you paid £40. Mm. And let's say three of you turn up. How much should come off your bill? Wait. So you paid a, so a £40 deposit mm -hmm. for four of you. Mm. Okay, only three of you turn up. How much should come off that bill? 10 Nothing. Well, nothing should, but... No, remember, that deposit is, comes off the bill. So the deposit's to hold the space. So you've paid, you've paid £40 for four of you, yeah. and three of you turn up. So it should still be forty pounds because forty pounds is paid to you, no? No. See, this, this this is the problem we have. I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy you've said forty. Okay, so you paid ten pound ten pound deposit for each person. So it's just forty pounds. Yeah, forty pounds. Yeah. But only three of you have turned up. Why yeah. should forty pound come off the bill? Because we paid that to you. Okay, but you paid for each person, right? Yes. So then okay. it should be ten that come off the bill. Yeah. No. So it should be thirty pounds that comes off. Exactly, because you got remember you've paid for you've taken each seat. Really? You've taken remember you've taken four seats in my restaurant. So now now that you've not turned up, I've lost that sale. In the same way, if you bought a table, I'm confused. Remember, yeah. paid, remember, it's a ten pound per head deposit. Right. Yeah? So, for for so for four people, for, for four people, you paid mm -hmm. for for four people. Yeah. Yeah. So let's imagine now, only so one of you turned up. Oh, sorry. So what? Only one is, of us turned no, up. No, then you're, you're take securing that seat. Exactly. Yeah. So the you're ten should come. You're you're paying the ten pound to secure the seat. Yeah. So you paid forty pounds to secure four seats, meaning that that's one less sale he can make, or that's four less sales. That's for less seats you can give to someone oh, else. So, so if only three of us come, he still lost a seat. So, so he lost 10 pound? Yeah. You know, so like... So are so, you in the loss or are they in the no, loss? No, no, we both are. I'll yeah, tell you why. So put it this way. I'll tell you what's happened not too long ago. Someone booked a table of six. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So they paid how much? 60 pounds. Three people came for the meal. Yeah. yeah? So take 30 off. Yep. So I took 30 pounds off the bill. Mm -hmm. They then said, oh, I'm high. Um, we paid 60 pounds. I said, yeah. Three people didn't turn up, so each of those three people have lost their ten pounds. They say, yeah, "But um, we pay sixty pounds." I said, "Yeah, mm. you've I've lost three people tonight." Yeah, that's that's each people. Okay, yeah, I get it. I get it. I get it. In the same way, when you go to a concert, yeah, I get it. Yeah, yeah I get you, it. You can't take, you can't buy eight tickets in a concert, yeah, yeah, and then yeah, yeah. and then only four of you turn up and you Actually, say, "Oh, can I get my money back?" Yeah, yeah I get it. Yeah, I get and it. You, and you remember, if 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 you could if you could pay for six people. And I would give you sixty pounds off if only two of you turned up. Why am I taking the money? Yeah, makes sense. Makes sense. It doesn't make sense. Make sense. Just come then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just come then. Yeah. And then when I try to explain to them, the average person in my restaurant will spend about sixty pounds. Yeah. Yeah. So I say to them, that person's lost ten pounds. I've lost sixty quid. Yeah. Or fifty yeah. quid, sorry, because I've kept the ten. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah I said yeah. I've lost more than you. And yeah. I said, there's three people now who've not turned up. That's potentially one hundred and fifty pounds. Yeah. I've lost for those two hours. Yeah. Yeah. See, we never see it from that, yeah. from yeah, the restaurant's point of view. And that's the biggest contention I have is people paying deposits and not understanding that. It's a temp, and it says in the writing, in the script, it says, you're paying a £10 per head deposit. If someone does not attend, they forfeit their deposit. It says that before you can even pay. It's there in English. Yeah, no one reads. No, no one reads. No and one and reads. that's the biggest problem I have is when the bill comes, I can just see them. Mm. They look at it. 
I'm waiting for them to raise their hand. They're, they're <laughs> not shining their phone. <laughs> <like, laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm waiting for them to raise their hand. The manager will go over. Hi, did it? Hey, we're paying sixty pounds, and um, we had a really great night. Everything was fantastic. The prawns, oh my god, they were delightful. <laughs> <laughs> but um, we paid sixty pounds, and there's only a fake pound off the bill. And I just see them doing the back and forward. And I, and at first I used to bend, but then when I started calculating it, you'll have a Thursday. Maybe a table of four, two and two only turn up. Yeah. Mm. In a week, you could have almost 20 people. Not sure. Because they say that average is usually 20%. So if you have 100 people booking the week, mm. usually 20 people will be a no-show. Mm. Remember, that is, just even say 10 people a week don't turn up at 50 pounds a head. That's 500 pounds. Every week. That's 2K a month. <laughs> and I'm usually fully booked on the weekend. Yeah. So I could have filled the space. Yeah. 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 And, it's, and it's a consistent theme to the point I said, I'm not taking it off anymore. Own, and so I say, only pay for those you are sure of. Because yeah. mm. I can't afford for you to book for six people, mm. only three of you turn up. I've lost 150 pounds. Mm. Yeah, I could have given those seats to other people. And, 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 that's, and, that's, and that's the issue. So it's lateness. So you, uh, the table's meant to be at seven o'clock. Yeah. Mm. You'll arrive at 7.30, 7.45. And that's, that's that's what we like to do. Like Especially if it's a birthday party. Uh, so the brands will be arriving at 8.30. Hmm. Now, remember this. I'll have a big table of 30 booked for 8 p.m. The birthday person wants to do shy you, so yeah. she won't come on time. So he wants, yeah, yeah. They want to do entrance. They want to do baba. They want to do everything. Iro baba. They want to do filler, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. everything. The gown. So they come in now at eight forty for the eight o'clock table. Mm. The food's ready on the table. Why am I kids eating before me? I said, ah, should be the tables for eight. Yeah. yeah, but I'm not here yet. I said, ah, so the kitchen should just, the whole restaurant. <laughs> just wait. Just, just wait. If you that's paying the rent. Sorry, Queen, Queen, Queen Elizabeth. If you everyone should just wait for me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sorry, Queen. It's, and people don't understand that I can't, like, there's other people in the restaurant. When you're tabled off 30, the whole kitchen has stopped for your service because we can't serve anybody else if we're doing 30 yeah, stars. Yeah. So we've got to bring your food out because other people eat and then they don't, they don't understand. And even on the set menu that we send them, it states, your food will come out 20 minutes into your booking mm. and food will not be reheated. I've had to put that on the menu so that oh, when you're ordering your food on a set menu, you can't say you didn't see it yeah. because it's there in bold writing. Yeah, 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 it's there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But people will still, and those are the biggest problems, lateness and deposits. Other than that, it's fine. I feel, do you know what? I feel like when it comes to customer service with UK people, there's a sense of entitlement oh, that, that UK that. people have. Mm -hmm. that, that just shocks me. Mm. Does not make any sense whatsoever. Mm. Like, I, I, like, I've given you all the information you need. Mm. Pay the ten pound deposit. Mm. If you don't show up, you forfeit it. Mm -hmm. Um, your set menu be here for on time because mm -hmm. if you're not here on time, your food will be there cold, and I will mm. not reheat it. Mm -hmm. But yet you still come with chest. No, mm. but no, 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 it's only chest with us. Mm. Of course, it's the mm. when they go to the only boss people, yeah. Yeah. Mm. they're on their best behavior. Yeah, yes, yes, sir. They're doing Oliver Twist. They do familiarity. But when they go to those places, they're on their best behavior. Mm. Yeah. Mm. They, they know they'll get told off. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. But with us now, unfortunately, they do familiarity. That's why anything else I'm opening now, it's not under you. It's not under me. Yeah. You don't know whether it's black owned, white owned, or it's Avatar. <laughs> like uh, uh, even even um what did you what did you guys have in it like was it african food or was it just general so at the beginning we started with um mediterranean food turkish food mm. and that was a Medi mediterranean fusion okay. so it's basically mediterranean food with a twist of nigeria in there. oh mm. that's that's yeah so i've thrown some suya mm. yeah, so yeah. grilled jollof rice. Islam chops mm. jollof. So I've, i threw a bit of elements of us mm. in there yeah but it's a mediterranean Mediterranean fusion, but once again, don't get involved in the restaurant game. Anyone who's listening now, 
don't do it to yourself. Yeah, I, I always hear Keith complain. Yeah, it's don't, don't trust me. I'm telling mm. you. Complain, I think yeah. that's about it. I'm telling you. The <laughs> restaurant game is pepe. Yeah. Mm. You'll struggle, you'll fight. You know what's funny? Because that, that's actually something I wanted to... Same, I've been thinking about like mm. at least a low, small thing. Don't mm. do it yourself. Because in much. Dublin, there's like we have what do we have? Anus kitchen. Don't do it yourself. And, uh, Did you hear what he just said? Anus, I know. Yeah. <laughs> it's Anus. Anus kitchen. Oh, so why do you call it Anus? Because <laughs> he says he thinks it's ass. <laughs> and then we have heritage, which the food, the food, the food is, is nice, good. Yeah. But the customer service is. Like and even the location is a bit. They tell you to okay. call thirty minutes before for mm. your food. You get there, you say, eh, you called. But the food makes sense. Food so, makes so, sense. so like, I can forgive. But okay. there's, there's no, like, there's no restaurants where you can, like, go and celebrate your birthday or yeah. go out on a but, night out. But with, with that, with that, with what he just said, I'm like, is it worth it for the population? Exactly. Like if like okay, so 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 I think when I think of heritage, mm. I'm thinking yeah, especially in Ireland where yeah, the population is even right. smaller than it's not worth it. In Ireland, I'm thinking, yo, again with food, food is um, it goes all uh, across, uh. especially African food, right? Um, Nigerian food, yeah. something like someone like um, a place like Heritage, you can we can buy it, our age group can buy it, uh. adults buy it, yeah. and they also buy it for their kids. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, so that one is it, it makes sense. That so one for is, them, it's, it's successful yeah. in its own right. Like yes. So for him yeah. to start saying, "Let me work on customer service. Let me work on decor, yeah. and let me work on all the other things that would not necessarily matter to us because we still go there." Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a waste of time. But if we if we're taking um, Gabe's like whole idea of setting up properly for that demographic, we're wasting our money and our time. In Ireland, I would advise you to do if you're going to open something in Ireland. You make it trendy and palatable to the white folks. Exactly. Yeah. They even make everything green and orange and everything. I'm mocking it. Add a few potatoes. <laughs> my friend, I'm telling you, that restaurant game, it's not worth it. The only Hard thing. Work. So what I would move to now after this is private hire space. Okay. The reason why I do private hire is like wedding functions, christenings, yeah, yeah, because yeah. you bring your own food, you bring your own drink. I just have a caretaker. He opens the door, he locks Close it. the door. You can't give me any bad review or anything. <laughs> yeah, I just provide that was open. You that's, do your thing. that's the best thing to go into is that when you're doing podcast space, people have a space where they record somewhere. Mm. Everything is there. You just open, you do your recording, you close. Yeah. If the thing goes wrong, it's your own problem. Yeah, 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 yeah. You bring your own engineer that's there to engineer it. The electric <laughs> is working. Anything else is on you. Yeah. It's too mm. much. It's too much components. Would like would getting staff be hard? Stuff is hard now. So it's very hard to get stuff because of Brexit. Very hard. Mm. All the people that are working, all the Alessandros and uh, that work in all the hospitality, they've all gone. <laughs> they've all gone. <laughs> they've all gone. Oh, when, when you were first getting started, would you have said, oh, I wanted it to be black staff? So I played the game because I was in Dulwich. I whitewashed the place. I was mm. in Dulwich. I had mm. um, Romanians. I had all these Europeans. When mm. you looked in, you'd think it was, it was white owned. Yeah. So mm. you'd be coming. But... Because my stupid stuff on the website, I then did black on black on, even my name, Ayojo, everything's there. Everything's there in, in, in gold line, idiot. Uh, so look, oh, well, it looks pretty, looks pretty safe in there. Let's just yeah. check the bio. Ooh. Oh, God. Mm. Uh, uh, just very tropical. <laughs> <laughs> Ayojo. 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 Yeah, I How do you say it? <laughs> yeah, I played the game. Yeah. But the, on my website, it says black owned. Right. And then you remember as well. When you're doing Instagram, you'll start sharing things. So even if you didn't know it was black owned, you go on the Instagram, you see doo-doo. Yeah. Black everywhere on the Instagram. Mm. Like, ooh, okay, mm. Mm. So the staff is white, but the customers are poor. Mm. And I give the story one time of when um, 
this white lady came doing a microaggression. She came now. She said, oh, this looks really nice. How do you manage to get this place? And I, said, I said, the same way anybody else does. Further so, uh, conversation. She then goes, oh, um, I always go past it and it's busy. I was wondering, it's always busy, but when you open to the public, what, what do you think she meant by that? When you open to the whites. white people. Because <laughs> she always sees black people in there. <laughs> when are you open to the public? I said, just all on there. Oh, Jimmy. Sweet. Sweet. Jimmy's. Jimmy's. She says to me, when are you open to the public? Diamond Jimmy's. And you know what? Yeah. Oh, God. Thank God for her, in a sense. Because mm. she's probably telling you how a lot of other white people yeah. 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 Yes, yeah. I'm waiting yeah. for it now. She's not the only one. Opposite my shop, there's a bit of land that I own. Opposite. So imagine mm. my shop is here. Across the road, there's a bit of land there. Mm. So I've, I've rented it out to some white lady mm. to be doing um, pinini, ati, mm. coffee latte. Mm. Mm. That, yeah, yeah. that place is filled with white people. <laughs> it's every, opposite. You, every can, time. you cannot say, you, it's like literally here and there. Yeah. Full of white people. Mm. You can't say you haven't seen my place and you see it. And hers is even outdoor. So they're not even doing shaking, doing shaking, shaking in the cold. Yeah, it's and the yours will be empty sometimes. Yes. That's full. Because the locals make up your business. Yeah. So to come to mind, you've got to be celebrating something or really love my place to travel yeah. from 40 minutes to drive here. Yeah. The locals, they walk out the train station, they go in there, they walk past mine. Like they don't even see it. But they wait for it. They'll then, they'll, the when they want to use a the toilet now, they'll then knock my, Aye. wait, customers will walk by. Oh, hi, um, oh. Wanna, um, can, we, can we use your bathroom? No. 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 Buy some. Buy some. I say, and I said to one woman one time, I said, oh, how many times do you walk past there? She goes, oh, we walk past all the time. I said, oh, so now you want to use the toilet. Yeah. You know, you can enter. My friend, go and find the bush. Go and find the bush. You want to now use my toilet because you now you need to use. Mm -mm. That's hi. crazy. Yeah, but it's business. That's what I say. Yeah. Market it to the whole 100%. Yeah. Mm. The blacks will come anyway. Right. Look at the Thai restaurants. Blacks are there. Turkish restaurants. We're Chinese everywhere. Blacks. Whereas they don't dine in our own spaces. Yeah. Big thing. You mm. go to look, every restaurant mm. that's black owned is full of black people. Where's, mm. where's everybody else? Yeah. Where's the Turkish? You know what's smart? The, 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 the Chinese restaurants are full of black people as well. Yeah. Chinese. Chinese don't come to Chinese. Chinese. Yeah. Every night out. Blacks go to everybody else. They do not come to our own. Mm. They don't, and I'm generalizing, they don't genuinely feel safe in our spaces. Mm. It's true, man. And I, and I know several black owned restaurants, all full of blacks. Whereas you go to a Thai restaurant, mixed. Turkish restaurant, mixed. mixed. Chinese, mixed. Mm. Any other thing you can think of, mixed. Hmm. Where do you, where are they in our own spaces? They don't Bro, come that's, to us. That's even, that's even the only thing I could say that it brings everyone together in a sense will be music, bro. I don't necessarily know, like, well, I was just thinking about like the religious spaces as well. That's very, yeah. like, it's either a black church, especially in this part of the world. I know America's a bit more, yeah. but in this part of the world, it's either a black, black church, church or, or, white, or church. white church. Like, that's what you call the church. Yeah. Or black church. Yeah, they're not, like, they're not, they're not generally mixed with us. And I remember when someone said to me, oh, Gabriel, what do you think you could do to try and get the locals in, basically meaning the white people? Yeah. I said, what have I done to stop them? Mm. Don't tell me, don't ask me what I can do to bring them in. Mm. <laughs> what have I done to stop them? I didn't do anything. I just opened the place. Mm. But then, like you said, you have to play the game. But, I, but my, my biggest problem was this. Because I advertise on social media, and this is the problem with being being someone black that's a socialite, the, my followers are predominantly black. Yeah. Right. So when I push my business on my page, blacks are going to come. Yeah, because they see it. Exactly. So when I say mm -hmm. I've got a launch date on the 1st of September, all the blacks, as they're meant to do, are going to come and support. For sure. The whites are seeing the sign too. Okay, <laughs> but they see, the first day they're seeing blacks, second day blacks. Um, yeah. yeah, it's a black Slap restaurant. It's a black me, restaurant, yeah. yeah. It's not for me. us. It's not for yeah, us. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> Once again, I've got no problem with it being black. No, no, of course. Of but I'm course, just saying that you limit your pool. 
yeah. when you're black owned. Yeah, yeah, if you're yeah. in hospitality, if you're doing a product like creams, things that like necessity that benefits yeah. you, it it's different. Because uh... I'm like, there's so many of because cream is a necessity that you may go through every two, three weeks. A mm. product for your skin, yeah. you're, you're going to take very, very good care of your yeah, skin. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? So mm. that thing, you can make it black on and make very good money. Yeah. But hospitality, we're too promiscuous. Mm. We're too... Well, that's the nature of the business. Mm. Too promiscuous. Like and shells. Yep. Too <laughs> promiscuous. And remember, they don't dine with us, but we will dine everywhere else. Mm-hmm. There was a restaurant, I'm not going to mention his name, somewhere in um, Essex. It was found out that the chef was being racist mm. in the kitchen mm. to somebody. It went viral. Went all on these blog sites, went yeah. viral. All there's not a black person that is on social media that did not know this happened. They still go to that restaurant, of course. And then the excuse is that, oh, well, it's not the owner that's racist, it was the yeah. chef. That's a culture from the top, man. Now, there's a certain set of people we're not allowed to talk about. Yeah, I'm not yeah. going to mention anything. I would know, okay. The Kanye is in there. You dare. I'm not missing. I just wanted to be clear. Is it the Kanye is or the okay? Dare. Mention anything about them. They're done. All yeah. of them will stand up and tell you no, we're not doing yeah. anything. But us, as a collective, mm. we don't. We don't stand in solidarity as a collective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. We don't. We don't do it. When the LG, when the LG TV community, I mean, sorry, uh, I mean, uh, so no, no, it's the screen. It's both, you know, that TV screen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Listen, I mean, the L, sorry, the L, LG. LGBT. LGBT, but you got yeah, the Q. Yeah, the Q. Yeah. Plus. Okay. Well, that's, that's why I love them. Yeah. You see when they're ready to stand in solidarity. Yeah. They, they all of them. Everybody. All of them. Everything is finishing. Yeah. You know, they say, hey, wait, 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 wait. There's, there's solidarity. Yeah. You think a restaurant could have, um, let's say there was somebody who was um, non-binary, was in the kitchen, and someone was telling them, no, you're a man or whatever. Mm. And it went viral. Mm. That, they're going to stand out there with their placards. That, that restaurant has to close. Business yeah. is closed. Yes. Done. But us. We're too accommodating. We're too forgiving. And our biggest problem as blacks is we're too forgiving. We've got too much compassion. Hmm. Too much. We're, we're so inviting. We let everybody in. Do, do you think we, we should all in. just go back home? Um, no. Why, no. why do you think that's a solution? Because, okay. Because, because everything that's been mentioned, I think, is as a result of, first of all, we're only a few generations deep where a lot of us are immigrants. A lot of us are, you know, there's, and then there's the whole, trauma when a whole whole different man's country or in a white man's country do you know what i mean and now to to be even on power the white man takes us all of this energy now I, I'm, I'm very aware of the issues in africa yeah. do you get what i'm saying but i'm just saying i think what we constantly complain about is this the white man yeah. why can't we just go to see our own people yeah, i understand the yet. issues that in, 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 not, not yet not yet um, i'm planning to move to ghana mm. in the next four or five years like, what I'm saying not yet is that you need to have infrastructure and things in place. Mm. And I think one of the, um, I think there's three or four things that, and I hate using Africa as a broad term, so I like to mm. just, let, I like to compartmentalise and maybe say Nigeria, Ghana. Yeah. You know, once they've got, they need data. Data meaning that um, because so many people like to go under the radar so they can make their money and do dodgy stuff, they don't want data in Nigeria. The moment you can have things like systems in place where, for instance, I know this about you, 
credit reference agencies mm. so that you cannot disappear or hide. You mm. need that in place. You need to be able to get a credit system back into what I'm saying so that when you go out there, there's security. They need mm. to sort out the whole land registry side of things mm. because once you've got ownership on certain things, you can start doing business. People are scared to open things in Nigeria because you'll, open, you'll buy one land there one day and someone will come and tell you that it's not it's yours. It's mine, it's mine. Mm. It's not yours. It's my father's land. Mm. That's it. And exactly. Until you've got infrastructure in Nigeria and Ghana, I'm only using those two places. Ghana is a lot better infrastructure wise mm -hmm, than mm -hmm, Nigeria. Mm -hmm. Once you've got that in place, it's time to move back. Other than that, how many times have you gone back to Nigeria and, and not felt like a foreigner, mm. but you're almost you're Nigerian? Yeah, yeah but you're Nigerian not, enough. To well, you're only born Nigerian, like yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I think it's important to know the timing. So I'm trying to put things in place now so that when I want to move to Ghana, things are there. Yeah, but I think. There's nothing better than being in a country you're not the minority. When I go to Nigeria, Ghana, I feel at home. Mm. Just being around, even in here, I'm in a room with Nigerians. Mm. I'm comfortable. Yeah, mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, I, I don't think we understand the the trauma we go through just being in England. Mm -hmm. Did you know, I felt mm -hmm. that homely feeling for the first time at Afro Nation tournament. <laughs> okay. I could not believe it. That was the first time I've been in a white man's land. Mm -hmm. And I was at, so I was in the VIP section, but you could look into I'm the sorry, why was that mentioned? Sorry. Oh? The VIP. <laughs> no, 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 you just dropped it in. No, 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 no. I, I, I needed to mention it because of the, the way I saw people. Mm, okay, but no, VIP, no, yeah. I was in the section, no? No, it's not, I'm sorry. It's cool, it's cool, no, no, it's cool, it's cool. You know, if you're on stage, for example, you can see a mass of people. That's why I mentioned it. Anyway, you can see it at the back. I saw a mass of people, I was just like, and it was like a surreal moment. I'm like, everyone here is black. Mm, mm. And I felt so comfortable in that moment. I was still in a white man's land. Yep. But I felt so comfortable. And mm. I'm like, as you were saying, like going back home, that feeling. Well, if, 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 if everyone, if all of us went back home to that build and to like bring the knowledge that we have back there, I think, don't you think it would. I, I don't think there's, there's certain things you won't be able to change, like infrastructure. See, it, see the title deed. Mm. The title deed is one of the most important things they need to sort out in. I'm, I can only use two countries that I know of. Because yeah. mm. when people say Africa, it's too broad. Mm. Ghana and Nigeria, the moment they've completely sorted out title deeds, sorted out data, I mean data on people, meaning that you can't just disappear in this country. You're so, so you're data in this country. Yeah. It's, you cannot just disappear. No, they're not and too much. You need data and then credit reference agencies. Once all those three things are in place, the country will flourish, but the governments and the people in power will not want to do that because the moment all of those infrastructures in place, they, they can't be corrupt. They can't be corrupt. They can't be you can't mm. just fly under the radar. Yeah. And you need the credit system because this whole Western world is built on credit. Yeah. For, 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 for Nigeria to flourish, there needs to be credit. Yeah. I was listening to a podcast the other day, you know, like it's damn near impossible to get a loan. Yeah. Even for mortgages and everything, yeah, yeah. you just have to pay it. Oh, it cash. It's not a thing. Yeah, like even for rent, you pay it yearly. Yeah, or, yeah. or six. But you're right. Six yearly. Months. Yearly. Hmm. That's the one. Imagine paying your rent yearly, one year in advance. That's a problem. That's Once infrastructure base, we can move that's back. Crazy. You can't move back yet. Oh. Everything, but no one owns anything here. Almost everything's you don't fully credit. You own your your house. You don't fully own your car, but you, you can still live a good life by paying all these things off. It's all credit. Going back there and like you want to buy a car, cash. Yes. Immediately, yeah, buy a house, that's why cash, the, immediately. the thing between like rich and poor is so massive. So, at least we have middle class still. There's still the this classes, the classes. <laughs> no, but remember, the difference between the rich and poor here is a lot of it is credit. Yeah, all these fancy cars everyone's driving oh, yeah. on the roads. Oh, yeah. Remember, it's credit, it's yeah. lease. Or yeah, that's one, that's one thing I found out when I was in this is years ago when I came to London. I was like, why does everyone have such a good car? Credit. And then it goes, oh, they're, they're still paying it off. Like, Finance. What? 
yeah. finance. Yeah. We finance it. And I didn't know. I was like, what do you mean finance it? It's like, yeah, I'm paying it. I'll, I'll pay it. And the thing is, black people look at that as such, oh, you're in debt. That's bad. Oh, bro. If I want a car and I don't want to pay cash for it. Because when, when, when you pay cash for a car, mm-hmm. for your car, I mean, the minute you drive it, it depreciates. depreciates yeah. mm-hmm. So why not just finance it and the next one I pay off, I can get a new car. Mm. Yeah. But only thing, I'm very against... I'm not your financial advisor. So anyone listening, do what you want to do. <laughs> but as I said, there's good debt and there's bad debt. Mm. You know, obviously you need to get around. But some of the cars that people are driving is not within their means. But once again, I'm not your financial oh, advisor. Oh, yeah, 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 100%. Yeah. Like if, if you're struggling to pay it monthly, it, don't, don't. But it's image. And sometimes, as, and I'm going to talk about blacks, you know, when you struggle so much, there are very <laughs> minimal things that show indications of wealth. And sometimes signifiers of wealth to us are things like a car, mm. yeah. you know, things like Gucci belts, mm. things like Louis the, the, the little tiny things that we can get our hands on that make yeah, us look yeah, like we've arrived. Yeah, yeah. And that's why the car is something that you can drive around. You know, everyone can look at you and think that you have money. Yeah. Mm. Do, do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, and yeah. I've, you know, I've, I, I used to buy and sell cars years ago. Mm-hmm. So maybe my mentality on cars is a bit different, yeah. but I just see them as a waste of money unless it's an asset that's bringing you back money. You know, and, and those ones are very like, expensive. I drive bangers, like well, you know, that's not fair to call them. But somebody will look at my car and call it a banger. Yeah. To mm. somebody else, it might be. But people, I've had someone call my car a struggle whip. <laughs> Literally, like <laughs> a woman has called my car. It's a Q3. But then I drive a Clio as well. I even give a funny story. I went to a rave one time. Yeah. Um, one guy called um Jeff had his birthday party. Jeff London. He does events. Mm. Had his birthday party in Holborn yeah. about three months ago. So I've got a Clio that I drive, a 10-plate Clio. Yeah. It's got no hubcaps on it. Um, it's got a dent on the side. So as I pulled up to the club now, there was a parking space right outside the club. <laughs> <laughs> so I, parked, I parked my car where I meant to park it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously, I've got out the car. So everyone's seen this car pull up, you know, no hubcaps. You just yeah. seen it pull up. The brakes squeaked a bit. Oh, that's what he's in it. Mm. So I parked outside there. As I've got out now, people look at me like, 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 no, they're yeah, kind of like you, you parked there. Like, in other words, someone you, said, my mate said to me, right, you parked right outside the club. I said, Are you not a shame? <laughs> I said, There's a space that I don't care. Yeah, 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 I yeah. don't care. It's my car. Yeah. And there's a space it there. Gets me but yeah. everyone had a problem with my car apart from me. Yeah, wow. yeah. I repeat, yeah. everybody had a problem about my car apart, apart from, from you. you. Yeah. And I'm the one driving the car. But everyone was had a problem with my car. Can I, can I even go a little bit further? Yeah, because. Do you, do you, I, I want to ask this question. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like it even goes back to like even respect, right? Mm-hmm. Because I remember I had a Corsa. Mm-hmm. That was the car before. I have a Passat now, but I had a Corsa before. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was like a two-door. Yeah. You remember? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so like, and uh, there was a guy I was speaking to um, from from like our community, but mm-hmm. he's like, he was like, a, he's into like, he's a, he's a bad guy. Okay. Yeah. But he, mm-hmm. he, he was like, because I, I was speaking to him about like faith and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So he, you know, he respects he respects mm-hmm. me in that area. Mm-hmm. But he goes, Dave, man, like I used to, I used to look at you like um, some waste, man. Yeah. Like, why do you have? Why do you have a? Why do you have a Corsa? You know, because my 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 younger brother yeah. has a has a Audi A A three. Okay. You know what I mean, but he said, why do you have a Corsa? Like, bro, like you know, everyone in that area. Yeah. You know, has a. Audi. Yeah. Serious yeah, whip. Yeah. He says to me, "Yo, I I wasn't respecting you for a minute because you had a, a, a I had a question." I said, to, "I I laughed." I goes, "Haha!" And I goes, "Because I knew, for me personally, one, it not it's not like I cannot buy a mm-hmm. 
thing. Do you know what I mean? Anyone can save. Anyone that's working can save up to buy whatever they want. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, put your priorities in place, and you'll be able to get whatever car you want. But that wasn't one. That wasn't my priority. And two, like I never put my value. I never put me being someone in society with the car I had. Do you know what I mean? And then he he now came to that realization that Dave Dave you have something like for for, for me like I had peace of mind he didn't have peace of mind at mm. all yeah. at all guys he was like anytime he saw the police he was like yeah. he he held my hand <laughs> big man big how about that how about that <laughs> you know what I mean so it was it was like bro I I our pursuit in life is different yeah. Do you know what I mean. If I could get to your, not like I don't like, like nice cars, mm-hmm. but if I could get to a place where that is not a problem yeah, for me, it doesn't affect. I will do that. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. at this moment, I am. Yeah. So, so when people ask me, or oh, they like, like people have designer clothes, everything around me, I'm like, I'm happy with my Under Armour tracksuit. Mm-hmm. I feel comfortable, and mm-hmm. that's what I can afford right now. When mm-hmm. I get to that place, by God's grace, yeah. we'll do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the but pressure's I'm, serious. Yeah, and that's one thing is that you know, <clears throat> trying to block out all of the distractions. It's mm. very, very hard because, as you said, the guy's telling me, my guy, yeah. upgrade now. Upgrade <laughs> yeah, now, yeah. come on now, upgrade. And if you're yeah. someone that doesn't have any esteem or doesn't know where your vision or your goal is, yeah. you might now go and spend a 2K deposit and be spending 500, 600 pounds a month just to keep up with everybody, everybody else. Yeah. And, I, and I mentioned, everyone had a problem about my car apart from me. Mm. Mm. Everybody looked at me like, I, I like that I'm driving it. <laughs> yeah. You're you get not in the car, you know? Like, do you think I didn't know what I drove when I came here? I like, know, but there was more upset at the fact that, or amazed that I would park it for everyone to see. Yeah, I drove in it. Where do you want me to park? The audacity. Like, where do you want me to park the car? Because usually the club is the guy that has the ah, big wheel. Ah, you know the ones. Yeah. I've got past that point now. We've been to those events. Mm. I've got maybe I've got because I've got past that point. I don't. I know what I'm doing in it. Yeah. So I don't care what anyone. Like, let's not pretend like I don't care what people think about me. We all care. What of course, of but course. I don't. I do care, but I don't care. But I think you know what I mean. I don't care. Yeah, 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 that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna park round the corner and walk. Mm. Ten minutes. And there's a space there. Mm. I park the car there, man. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and even even like people don't. I, I know some people would have known you, but like at the same time, it's like you're doing outside of whatever you drive. You're doing an amazing. Like you have amazing business venture. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. and th- that's something that that's where I put my passion into, my blood and sweat and tears into, not how you you know, perceive me. What you said is right though, because we do care to an extent. I do care, but to as, and some but some people's extent is way higher yeah, than. You got to bear in mind that there's and once again, I don't know what somebody may be doing, but you got to bear in mind that. I've taken a 100k loan mm. to, to, to factor into a business. Mm. Somebody who may take out an 80k finance on a car. Mm. We've both done the same thing. It's just that I've, I'm deciding to open a, a restaurant space. Mm-hmm. That'll make that you will make you money. money. And, yeah. and once again, there's nothing wrong with it because I always say that we need things to make us feel good. Mm. So when people say, oh, times are hard, cancel your Netflix, cancel your gym subscription, I'm like, no, mm. no, no. no. Mm. We need escapism. We need yeah. something to make yeah. us yeah. feel good, but not at the detriment of yourself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Meaning that's 600 pounds. If you can afford to spend that, no problem. It, but not when you're spending six hundred pounds to show everybody that you have yeah. money. Yeah. And that's the problem. Is I used to be that guy. I used to make. I used to do heinous crimes. I'd do Gucci hat, Louis top, hey! Versace trousers. I remember, hey! I remember she's always getting at you. I used to she's do that yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. I started making little fake money. So I wanted people to know that I'm making fake money, little yeah. small. So I, mm. and I'll do every every design that for every, every label, even the socks and the boxes. Ev- everything <laughs> you must know. The tag is still on there. You see the price. <laughs> <laughs> the what, one day I was why? Like, um, because remember, I've I've come from poverty. Mm. Okay, I, I mean, I've been broke. I've mm. been homeless. I've been I've been flat broke. Not broke when 
you've still got something you can sell. Because sometimes mm. my friends will say, oh, I'm, I'm broke. I'm like, sell your watch. Mm. You're not broke. Mm. Until you've got nothing left to sell, mm. you're not broke. I've been broke. Mm. So when I started making money, it's almost like I wanted to let people know I'm making money. Do you know mm, what I mean? And mm, that's because mm. maybe my insecurities, mm. maybe should people that have arrived, mm. maybe for girls to see, because, mm -hmm. you know, some of the times when you I think it was for girls. No, prim primarily girls. Mm. And then also to kind of show, like, to do shoulders with the man, them, like, yeah, mm. I, can, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can do what you do now. Mm. Like, yeah, you know, I can, I'm there. And um, yeah, it was, it was only when I, I got a bit older, I was like, what are you doing? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, they're not signifiers of wealth. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like a Gucci top, like four, 500 pounds, 60 pounds, like, mm. Most people who work hard or save can buy that Gucci top. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Let's talk about your assets. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about what you're doing for people. Yeah. So those are the kind of things that I that I applaud people for. Like, let me know what you've done for somebody. Yeah. Oh, I, I helped someone do this. I gave them the money to start this. Or I, I was there for... Those are the things now that I realise that when someone passes away, mm. yes, you should work hard and have nice things. Mm. But I've learned from the funerals I've gone to of recent, Everything people spoke about is what people have done for them, mm. how they was there for them, what they helped them with. Mm. No one spoke about, and once again, what he has. it's important to have, it's, have nice things. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But no one mentioned the nice things yeah. this yeah. person had. Oh, I want to remember him and his nice Rolex. Car. Do you know what I mean? It's what you do for people yeah. that Legacy. people remember. Mm. And those are the things that I always try as much as possible. I don't always get it right. And I'm not no pillar of the community. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've got probably more skeletons, you know, because of the new app. No one look at me and think I'm a role model. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm a fragment of excrement, like mm. everybody is. Don't yeah. think I'm mm. some... So that's a very nice of shit. He's a shit. Fragments of excrement. I'm just like the rest of you. And I would say that, you know, tell me someone that's not a hypocrite and you would find a liar also. They're all hypocrites. We all are. We just package it well. Well, some better than others. So don't look at me like I'm some role model. I've just been fortunate enough that, you know, a family friend gave me a loan and helped me out. And mm. then, you know, I ended up opening one, two, and then another restaurant. But I'm not mm. no role model. Don't think, you know, I've, even to young not listening, I've done bad things in the past. I just didn't get caught. So I don't ever try Come to, build, I don't ever like to put myself on this mantle like I've never done anything bad. Yeah, 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 I've done yeah. the legal stuff to make money in the past. Yeah. So don't, I don't ever try to paint this perfect yeah. image. Yeah. I'm not a perfect guy at all. You know, you, just, you, you, and you, you're saying that a lot of that with like hindsight of like, do you know what? I've, I'm here now, mm -hmm. but, like I didn't always have this mentality. Like I what? Um, oh, when I say mentality, mm -hmm. I I what? I, I, okay, for example, now you, it's like it's okay to take a loan and you're doing. Oh yeah, it. yeah, yeah. But before you, you said it's okay to, or you what? You did it the opposite way. You did it illegally. Or yeah. So basically, I think the legal side of making money once again is trying to keep up with the Joneses. Mm. So mm. when you're in a circle of friends, some are making good money, and you're looking at the money they're making, you're like. Ugh. Look at the girls when you're like, I was like 23, 22, 24. Mm. That age group is all about Jaya and showing off. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, and you're mm -hmm. looking at the women that these my mates are acquiring because of their money, mm. you know. And then you want to start making that money. So sometimes people say, Oh, I'm, I was making it to look after my mum. Stop it, you're bro, lying. Bro, just, just stop it. Stop you're it. Lying. I'm looking you right in the face now. Stop it. <laughs> stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> uh, I was selling drugs, I was doing fraud to, to look after my mum, oh, bro. No, no, I'm looking, no. bro. Bro, that's a small part mm. of it. Mm. You want to do flamboyance. Mm. You want to do Razor Ramon. So let's mm. not. Let's not, like, let's not pretend in it. Like we're mm. not doing it to like. Like let's stop it in it. And I was doing it for the for the women. And mm. then as as and that's why I did illegal stuff. So I don't ever want to pretend that everything I've done was straight and narrow. Mm. It's just that I knew when it was time to go home. 
That's it. So people don't know when to stop. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Even when it comes to doing the party's over. Even when I was used to do fake gang, I'll just turn up to mark the register. And it's now time to go home. <laughs> I'll, I'll go home. When it gets too peak, when they're now doing, someone will say, oh yeah, go and get the burner. Eh? What? 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 There's times when I was in beefs and then someone's saying they're going to get the, go, ah, go and get. <laughs> I'm good, I'm good. I'm gonna meet my mom at home. <laughs> going home. Yeah. Even sometimes you, you've got the oldest in the, in the gang, like just to kind of, show shoulders with the oldest, one of them will tell you to hold something, hold mm. the knife, mm. hold the gun, and you want to hold it so that you feel like you're, yeah. you think mm. that it's because he likes you. Mm. He's giving it because if the police come, maybe you should have carrying the table. He doesn't want it. Doesn't want it. Mm. But when you're growing up, you, you don't know these things. You just feel that this older values you. Mm. So instead of you used to hold the gun or hold the money or hold something or hold yeah. the drugs in your house. Yeah. yeah, just hold that, man. I mm. trust you, man. Just hold the drugs. He's giving you a big box of drugs to hold in your house because he doesn't want it in his house. Yeah. Mm. But now you're thinking he trusts you. Mm. No problem. Is it hold the I'm not no speaking clean, but it's just, you just manage life, you know, I'm a bit older now, and I just try to just educate the young lot as much as possible because they're, they're the generation mm-hmm. and they need to see representations. As I was mentioning before, you guys are from Dublin. Mm-hmm. You don't know how much people in Dublin, especially black boys, especially Nigerian black boys who are watching you guys, mm. and you don't even know it. Mm. They're now empowered. Like to say, oh wow, this, is, this group of Dublin Nigerians who are, they've got a podcast, man. Like, you don't know how many people you're inspiring. Mm. That's why I always say representation is so important. Just yeah, seeing yeah. three Nigerians just having a conversation from Dublin. Mm. Yeah. It's, it's, it's empowering. You might mm. think, you might not understand what you're doing. Mm. You probably don't understand how big it is to that small community of just, forgetting everybody else, that small community of Nigerians in Dublin who actually sit there religiously and can, resent, can, can, can like reflect and say, wow, these three guys, they've, They've come from, you know, Dublin, they've come to England, they're progressing, they're making something of themselves. So it's important to always mention the struggle and mention where you guys are and just be open. Just because a lot of times people are not transparent. Just be open so that when people, especially those from Dublin, because people don't realise that as much as we're all blacks, sometimes people in Dublin may feel a bit remote to England. Mm. Almost like it's only a few miles away, but they Mm. might feel like we're so far apart and they look Mm. to England Mm. for everything before everywhere else. We do, we do. You know, and it's just, it's very important that what you guys are doing is to, to, to carry on. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And, and to enjoy it because you don't know when that next, you might be that one show away from it. Mm. That second podcast, like it's only one. Mm-hmm. One away, yeah. One away. Yeah, one away. So that pickle, that guy digging, digging, digging. Yeah, yeah, might, yeah, the yeah. goal is right there that it just turns back. Don't stop, boys. Exactly, but you have mm. to enjoy it. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? And my mates who have got their own podcast, they started it like four or five years ago. And funny thing, we was doing a radio show before mm. and then they started their podcast yeah. and they enjoyed it. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And they've carried on. So even if nothing was happening for them, they, still, they, still do it. Yeah. I mean, they enjoyed it. And the same way you guys have got to enjoy it so that even if it takes a year, two years, your free mates are just... Yeah, just chatting. Just having a chat. And that, that's actually the intention that we started it with. Like, let's just, let's just chat. And we seventeen people, one of the seventeen people to watch it. And if seventeen people watch it, we're good. Do you know what I mean? Obviously, that's a, just a low bar for us to like still be validated somehow. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, kind of like feel for us to keep going. Yeah. And obviously, then then there's moments where it you know goes viral, and and we even say like we don't necessarily love the viral moments anymore because yes, it did bring in a lot of people. But at the same time, you know we want people to really mess with like genuinely what we do not yeah. like our viral moments yeah. alone do you know what i mean mm. so even even if we didn't have viral moments even if we still had 400 followers mm. would still be shooting a podcast why would you say people listen to your podcast 
I'm not, now I'm going to slip around. I'm not going to interview you guys. <laughs> mm. Why do people listen to your podcast? So we give them a break from the woes of life. Woes of life. Are you in charge? <laughs> yeah. Who would you say your target audience was when you first started? Who was you aiming for? And who would you say your target audience is now? Maybe how target? Probably guys our age. Okay. And obviously Nigerian as well. Because mm-hmm. we have this thing in Ireland where we're black Irish, which okay. is unique. And it's not a thing yet. Mm-hmm. So like the way our accents we speak, you might either Irish and then you can add the Nigerian as well. Mm-hmm. So I think people would, will be intrigued by that. Like even when we went viral, that's why we had Priscilla on. Pris- Priscilla on. Okay. She was like, oh, I'm so intrigued by these guys. They're so funny. They're so this. What are they like? So it's like just the intrigueness of what are we? And people might come and listen to us because of that, and then they will stay because that. Like you said, we don't like the viral moments because it'll be just a thirty-second clip, and they'll like that thirty-second clip, mm-hmm. but they won't come back. Okay, okay. And in I, regards to how did you how did you all meet? Sorry. Yeah, no, oh, college, college, college. Really, I met him in college. I, I knew, knew him before college. Yeah, I, I, I knew you before. College. Yeah, we've known each other because. Yeah, but it's community. it's kind of like known, like like you church. You might see him like what story, but it wasn't. Okay. Anything crazy in college was the time where we all kind of got to know each other, bonded a bit more, and then we like that just continued mm. when we left college, um, and then we had this thing like called brotherhood, was kind of like uh, just lads chatting okay. about about like issues and struggles mm. and stuff like that, and then um, then the idea for the podcast like kind of developed in that in, time. Yeah, that time. Do you know what I mean? Um, also I wanted to say something in regards to. Um, the the Black Irish community, right? I think, okay, think about this. Like even when I was rapping, right, or um, when there was music in my time, it's either you sounded American or you sounded British, yeah, yeah, because that's all we consumed, right? Mm-hmm. So then there was no Black Irish, okay, right? There was no yeah. Black Irish person, Black Irish personality, Black Irish thing that we could follow. Mm-hmm. And so I think, but it, when we when we sit down to do a podcast, you have to talk the way you talk. Yeah. you can't put on you an accent now yeah. you can't do anything so so i think this has allowed people inside ireland and outside of ireland to, f- to gravitate to something that's unique or, yeah. or that ungenuine you know yeah. what i mean so because like we i can enjoy uh, irish person speaking a british accent in, in rap mm-hmm. but i don't necessarily i, don't, I can't say I necessarily connect with him yeah. i mean yeah. i can say he's good america someone that has an american accent yeah you can say he's good but i don't know if i necessarily connect with it so is there is there an irish rapper i'm not even being funny is there no, yeah there's, we do yeah we have yeah. Yeah. loads yeah. Cello yeah. officer there's yeah. and those two i mentioned they're they're the ones that well cello might do the irish accent mm-hmm. but he's still being true to who he is is it trap grime or what kind of rap is um drill, drill, drill rap. okay drill. and so cello's rap yeah so cello's rap, okay yeah. and then officer just he can yeah. hear the, and he's he's very true to the fact that he's yeah. Nigerian as well. He, he just did a he just did a sample of the Banjo's track, yeah, and okay. the Banjo co-signed everything. Like so, they're they're making the, some some of these artists are making big waves. Um, okay, Cello um, just reached number eight on the Irish charts. First project ever charted, yeah. which is yeah, damn near unheard of, you know. Okay, yeah. Good, good, good. So and, and so those are the things that are beginning to like rise up, you know. Um, in in Ireland, but I feel like more people are now coming to be authentic in themselves. Yeah. I think we've been able to be.
be part of that in in, in a way. People like yo, geez, yeah, these are Irish, and the Black Irish experience hasn't been talked about. Yeah, Yeah. it's a very, it's it's unique, it's a new thing. Do you know what I mean? So now, now we get to speak about that Black Irish experience and get people on to talk talk about the Black Irish experience. Mm, I've got an interesting question actually. Now, Mm. being in Ireland, so obviously, um, when did you guys actually come to the UK fully? Uh, Not UK, I mean England fully. As in to like move to England and say this is your residence now. We have a move. Oh no, we have a move. Oh, so you actually come? You actually yeah. come? Yeah, 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 yeah. We just fled back tomorrow. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. 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 We come here today. We this is our what? No way. Sixth yeah. episode. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No seventh. See, literally Friday come back. Friday come yeah. back. Yeah. Okay, it's even better now. Good question that. Then. Mm. So now, in regards to the black males in Ireland yeah. and the black males in the UK. What difference do you find in regards to how approachable they are and their mannerisms? Meaning this, do you get, would you say that you get screwed by black boys or black men in Ireland more than you get screwed by black no. men and black men in London? No, what no, is the difference no. like in culture of the black guys in Ireland and the black guys here? You definitely get screwed more here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yes. like in Dublin, there's still, there's still a sense of community amongst black people mm. entirely. Yeah. Mm, do you get me? Like, it, there's still like a oh black fella black fella what's up like, yeah. still that yeah I feel like here there's too there's too really, many to be there's too many black people yeah what, what was the transition like so for instance if you're used to black boys being a bit more hospitable yeah. in in Ireland when you came here maybe not for the first time but started coming here regularly did you sense attention yeah yeah of course Weird. I wasn't there's, like, there's, there's there's an element of like you can see him looking at you like do I know yeah. you mm. that's the look he's giving you yeah do you mm. get me I'm just like yo. I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to, like, and yeah. I think that even stems from like the media and what you hear about like London. In London. Yeah. Yeah, 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 you just have to be careful like, mm-hmm. in this place because in Ireland, like I, Dominic can walk around at night and I'll, I'll, I'll be fine. Yeah. But I'm not walking down the alleyway here. That's interesting. Yeah. You say that though. Yeah. It, it, like, it's it, interesting. I was, I was in Croydon. I always say this story. Like I, I saw a guy. You went with, to Croydon. Oh yeah. Oh. Well, yeah. Careful, man. Yeah. <laughs> no. Be careful. Yeah. I was, I was in Croydon. Some guy had a scar across his face and but. Thankfully, that was my I was in my creative um, phase, so I was wearing um, light blue jeans and red Carver socks and red hat, and I was, <laughs> so I looked like a neek. Yeah, he walked straight past. He didn't even notice you. Wait, I was look. But here's the thing: in in because because of the in Ireland, if you see a black person, you look at a black black person to know if if do I know you type yeah. of thing not, not we'll screw each other but we'll yeah. kind of look we'll make eye contact and if even if we don't know each other we might still do style oh, cause, yeah, just because we're black yeah. but here I was I was looking at him and then I realised that this guy has a scar in his face mm-hmm. and he's looking at me and he started giving me that that, <laughs> <laughs> that look what did I do I promise you I was with my two two of my friends and they're all creatives as well so um, what I do I looked away and I started skipping <laughs> oh Jesus Christ <laughs> my guess, my guess, you get out of trouble by oh, any means necessary. Look, I'm harmless. God knows, God knows. I just skip it. I have to skip. Oh, what? Oh, Otherwise, it was on. Basically, I'm not a threat. Like, yeah, yeah, what? Yeah, I'm, I'm not a threat. I just skip it. Bro, even yesterday when you act the fool at the bus stop, I was saying, bro, we're in England. I'm not backing your people. <laughs> 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 it's crazy though that, remember, you're still black guys. Yeah. And it shows how much tension is in London yeah. in comparison to where you are in... in, in now, now to say, to, the truth is, there are certain areas. So for for example, we're talking about um, 
town, right? If we're in town, you see a lot of people and it's like, you could nod, you know? As, especially now because we're doing a podcast and yeah. we can get recognized easier. So we kind of like, there's no, yeah, yeah, there's no, yeah. but in certain areas like where, where I'm from, Tara or, or Blanchardstown or Balbriggan or um, Drogheda, there's places, there's certain places where there is um, tension. tension. Um, amongst black people. in general. So black, like, yeah, if you yeah. walk around there, you're going to get the same response you get, technically the same response you get in London. Yeah. So get there. yeah. yeah. So and there's, there's a lot of fighting. There's a lot of yeah. beef. There, as I want to say a lot of beef, like, not, not not necessarily our age group, mm. but a younger lot. Yeah. What, what do you think it stems from? The simple, just you're from one area, I'm from one area, so we have to be. Exactly. It's so Something funny. Like that. Yeah, because it started it started years ago when I was in secondary school. Yeah. You started with people that were older than us. Yeah, Tala and Blanche. Yeah. yeah, and and, and so it, was, it was it was over. Yeah, it was just it was actually true. over. Say Blanche is one mm-hmm. area and Tala's one area, and obviously naturally you hang around with each other. Mm-hmm. But then it was a party and a chair got thrown. Okay. And then from, from then, then on, it was like, and we were also at the back of our mind aware that London have area codes, uh, course, post yeah, codes. So it became this like Blanche. But I, I think, and I, because I was somewhat involved, not mm-hmm. not crazy like that, but. You're not skipping. I, <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm just trying to get a perspective. I was, I was, I'm from Tyler. Okay, okay, okay. So, so. By virtue of being from there, you get yes, into it. Yeah, and I wasn't necessarily like crazy into it at all, but mm-hmm. you know, at that time, it was not so much about beef, it was about your area. Yeah. So I'm a Tala boy, so you had your your signs, the blanc- uh, <laughs> Yeah, and the bees okay. was this. Yeah. You know, so you had your signs, and it was more so about, you know, I'm worth here. There was beef here and there, mm-hmm. but I think, and I, I don't think the beef has even got to a point where it is. Crazy, crazy. Some people have been stabbed. Some people have been. I don't been. think it's particularly deadly. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but then the, the, the only black on black killings have happened. I want to say killings. The one black on black, black on black mm-hmm. killing has happened from Tyler person to another Tyler person. Oh, so it's in the in house kind of in house. Yeah. Okay. So no, no one, no one cross sides are killing each other. Yeah. yeah. There might be stabbings. There might be things, but like like that, and it's very sporadic you know yeah, it's not it's yeah. not like but it's heating up now it's, it's getting a little bit yeah, the weird younger are crazy. The younger like, are crazy. there's a lot of people like over here everything's so much more elevated yeah. people okay. are actually dying yeah you're hearing people talking about oh, go get the burner like yeah we're not we're not but we don't have guns like that yeah, would you say there. that people and would you say that black boys feel disenfranchised in ireland would you say there's opportunities for them no so we said there's a lack of opportunities for yeah, black boys. We'd face the same problem. Yeah. The same kind of societal problems that you'd face here. Mm. I'd say we'd face similar. But 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 not to the extent of London. The reason yeah, the reason yeah. I say that is because like we grew up in say the, there is council estates in, in Ireland as well. And but at the same time, we were able to go to college and mm. they the, the the government say we'll pay for your college, we'll for college. If, if you're if you're poor we'll pay for your college do you mean if there's is it allowance whatever you need yeah we'll give you allowance every month like yeah. so there is a structure of infrastructure that can help a black man mm. grow but there is a cap there is a limit okay. do you get what i'm saying so that's what i think more so the people that go into drugs and go into like violence is more so it's because a it's a choice because you don't really have to yeah. go into mm. A life of crime. Like yeah. if, if you're in Ireland, you can go secondary school, yeah. go to college for free. Like there's there's a path. There's a path. Yeah, you go to college for free with. As if you choose to, you're finishing a degree with no debt. Mm. Okay, yeah. Do you get me? You have to pay so back. When you say college, you mean university? University. Yeah, university. Yes. Oh, you got to go to uni for free. Yeah, yeah. Go there. like uh, if, as if, in 2022. Yes, if you don't have, if you don't have, like if your parents don't have the money. 
Susie will sort oh, you out. What scheme? Okay. The hair scheme or this hair scheme? Hair scheme, their scheme, their scheme. There's obviously like Susie's like if yeah. you don't have enough money, they will pay your college fees and pay you monthly and then pay you monthly. So they should give you an allowance to make sure everything is working out. Yeah. So there is a pathway if you choose to. Yeah. So everyone that's gone into that life of crime and stuff, it's a choice. They want to do that. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. not not to say that there isn't a small sect of people who, yeah. like, you know, it's really tough for them, and that's what the, that was mm-hmm. the path they went down. But the rest, like the younger lot, is because like they see the oldest with the whips, the the money, the girls. The oh, clothes. Come on, yeah. yeah. Okay, that's, that's who wouldn't want that as a young as a young person? Like you, like you want that. I I remember being in secondary school and mm-hmm. fraud was the thing. Like it still is the thing, but mm-hmm. fraud was heavy, you know. Heavy. And you know, so I, I Ireland, like big What? Whoa. Nigerians are everywhere. Nah, <laughs> <laughs> Nigerians are everywhere. <laughs> Nigerians are global. It's heavy. You know what I mean? Like but the fraud thing? Yeah, bro. Like I remember being in school and everyone's like, What jacket do you want? What? What? I don't have to pay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there was one, there was one summer. Remember that summer? I was around four boys for the whole summer. Yeah, yeah. it was a great summer. It was a great summer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic summer. Yeah. Bro. Oh wow! I benefited from it as well. Yeah. 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 What, what you want to eat? Yeah. yeah. Are you hungry? I, Dominoes. The one time I was I was actually naive. They were like, "Oh, do you mind want to eat Chinese or chipper?" <laughs> and the guy just goes, "Oh, just get both." Yeah, yeah. yeah. I see what you're doing. They gave me a house pressure for a day. There was one time we got into a hotel, yeah, and then they must have kicked us out. And 10 minutes later, we were in another hotel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's not yeah. like double bedrooms. This was the penthouse. Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay, no, enjoy, it's, it's. <laughs> I, I, I was tempted. I won't lie to do it, mm, but mm. I knew I know because the kind of person I am. Mm. If if I started doing it, I, yeah, so yeah. I'll still be doing it today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I'll still be doing it because it's easy money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's 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 the 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 climate in Ireland. I think I think it's there is more people that are trying to do you know better for themselves now, and what trying to barge into the doors. Like we have artists that are trying to do that now. Yeah. We have you know we have. Um, content creators that are doing that now like so the people are trying to like make you know make a name for themselves we even have like organizations like black and irish and like trying to yeah. host things for us like yeah, yeah, yeah. to award feel shows award stuff. shows and stuff like that so so there's a few well, things who, who do you who would you say the role models are for the young people right now so let's look at someone who's maybe the age of 11 to maybe 18 who would you say they look up to wow in ireland and i'm talking about could, could they could they think of somebody in ireland you see do you know what it is? The way I always compare Ireland and UK, you have grown men that were born here, like mm. kids. Mm-hmm. You have people's grandparents were born here. Mm. We don't have that. Okay. Generation you know one. A, mm. a lot of our parents moved here. Yeah. Okay. And some of us were, like, in my family, my sister was the only one that was born in Ireland. Okay. I have, and that's the youngest girl. Do you get mm. me? And his family is probably the same as well. Or, mm. three, you know all three of them, actually. So, yeah. so that's kind of the generation we're in. So we, I don't think we have like olders that we're looking at. Mm. No, I think, not us. That's what we I'm saying. Probably, he's talking about like but an 11 year old. Even then. Mm. We, we are the olders. We are the yeah. olders and we're still trying to. Trying to find and find exactly. your own. Exactly. Like, so when you was growing up, so think about the age of 11 to 15. What did you want to be and who was your role model? Well, UK, Irish, um, American people. I want to be a footballer, bro. Footballer? Jog, yeah. Probably musician. Footballer as well. Rooney. I wanted to be Rooney. Now, I think, would you say the reason why we want to be these sort of people is because those are the people we see making money? No, it wasn't about the money when we were younger. What was it about the money? It was just about 
like music, music I was, I'm a drummer by the way mm -hmm. so I'm seeing these guys play the biggest gigs mm -hmm. traveling the world I was like that's so cool yeah, yeah. yeah. and yourself what made football, football just because you enjoyed football yeah, yeah. football as football. well yeah and, and football and music, like I, like I, and I, I didn't listen to rap rappers. I was a rapper, but I didn't listen to rappers. And and in Ireland, where you was where you was raised, my question now is, is that looking at the um, the older guys. So let's say you're between the age of eleven and sixteen. The older guys you saw around in the community who appeared to be making money, generally speaking, what were they doing? Fraud. And this is one of the problems that we have is that the people who we see making money, we don't see many accountants. Don't see many lawyers. Yeah. Mm. Don't see many business people. Mm. So I started selling cars because my um, sister's boyfriend at the time sold cars. Mm. Now it was only because it was cars he was selling that got me into it. If he was selling drugs or doing fraud, yeah, I'd have gone heavy into mm. it. Yeah, yeah. Mm. That was my representation of what money was as mm. someone who was older than me, and he was the one that taught me how to buy salvage cars. I used to buy cars that insurance companies wrote off, mm. and then I'd buy them and then fix them and sell them on. Yeah. So it was mm. from him that I learned that. And I always say that representation once again is everything. Meaning that's why I'm asking. Who were the older guys that you saw? Because if it's a lawyer that you see driving a fly car or looking mm. fly, you, you might want to be a lawyer. Be yeah, yeah, a lawyer. Yeah, it's just yeah, that yeah, when growing yeah, up, yeah. all I ever saw was rappers, mm. footballers, drug drug dealers, or fraudsters. I didn't yeah. know, or maybe I did, or maybe I did know an accountant, but didn't know what they'd done. Yeah. And mm. maybe there wasn't around me to know, but I can't remember. And they probably won't like showing off their money like that. And mm. I think, and I, I don't know whether, I don't know whether it's important for those who are making legitimate money to kind of. Not show they're doing well, yeah. but unfortunately, the young generation need to see that people who are legitimate are actually doing well. Mm, mm. Do you know, and because they don't have to be looking over their shoulders. Mm. Because a lot of our parents who were accountants and lawyers, when we grew up, we didn't see the money at all. Yeah. And it's hard to tell a sixteen-year-old boy to go to college and you need to become an accountant when you, your dad, or your mum is an accountant yeah, or lawyer, and, and you kind of struggle all your all your life. All your life. Yeah. How do you have that conversation with your mm, son? Mm. I say, go to college in uni. We say, you went to college in uni, mum. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Darujimi. Darujimi. Get Dari and Jimmy. <laughs> and it's hard. It's proper hard. Because even when I was growing up, and I, I went to uni, I did a Mickey Mouse degree, but I went to uni. You know, just to get the paper so my mum can put it on the wall mm. and be like, oh, my son went. I studied business management and marketing. Rubbish degree. But I finished it anyway just to get the degree because yeah. if it's not, for me, I'm just, if it's not like a science degree or some kind of doctor, doctor or, or some kind of lawyer, mm. it's just some people doing media studies. Nothing wrong with that. Once again, please, I beg, don't come and start shooting me. There's not, if you want to study media studies or anything like that and get your degree and show off, my guy, do it. Yeah. For me, I did a Mickey Mouse just mm. to give it to my mum. Mm. Now, I'm assuming you all went to uni. Yeah. So yeah. what did you study, sorry? Technology management. Okay. I, I quit. I okay. left uni. Oh, why? What happened? Sorry, sorry. I just couldn't like it. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. first year, second year? <laughs> I don't know why I wouldn't laugh. <laughs> College dropout. So second year. Second year, so you, yeah. you managed to go for the first year. What was yeah. you studying, sorry? Uh, I was studying business management. Uh, the same one that I did. You didn't finish. Yeah, yeah, wow, yeah, Jesus. Ass. Jesus. <laughs> okay, now what was your parents' reaction to that? Oh, um, of course, unhappiness, complete unhappiness. Did you get? Did they threaten to kick you out at the time? Um, no, 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 never got that kind of threat. I just went outside. Okay, so I guess you got a job, so that I guess that balanced yeah, out. Exactly. You were just at home, just yeah, doing yeah, diddery. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I studied marketing. Marketing. Oh, okay, that's interesting. So business, marketing, and then mm. tech. Mm. Okay, yeah. and would you say you're using your degree? Yes, in different ways though. Give an example, so Like I'm, I'm like a, I have a studio now. So, okay, so yeah, so I'm trying to, I'm trying to use that in, 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 in that area. Can okay, would you say you use your degree? Not, not fully. 
Okay, would you say there's would you say there's certain principles you learned in being at university that have helped you in your course of life? Yeah, but I could have done without it. Okay. Like if if my kid came up to me, I said, I don't want to go uni, I say, okay, what do you want to do instead? Mm-hmm. Like you can't just not go uni. Because mm. I feel uni sometimes you could be making more you could have started your career off more early and making more money now. Mm-hmm. If, mm. if if you get if you get, get what I mean. Mm. Yeah, so I feel you. like if I didn't have to go to uni. Yeah. Okay, and ask what, what do you guys do? I know you do the podcast, mm. but what do you guys do outside of outside of the podcast? Nine to five. Yeah, okay, Motfield. Uh tech as well. Okay, so you actually so you're technically using your excuse the pun, you're technically using your degree, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. And yourself? Logistics management. Okay. How did you manage to navigate that without a degree? Uh, I just got a job and just worked your worked your way up. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, yeah. like that's what I'm talking about. Like yeah. if you start yeah. off you, young, you can work you can get a, a head cooker. Yeah, but funny thing is that I can sense from how your mannerisms are that degree or no degree, you'll find a way. I can just sense that you'll find a way. Where you yeah. got like five foot ten, how tall are you? <laughs> <laughs> He's like six 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 three. Six three. No, he that, like that's his personality type yeah. now. No, he, <laughs> that's his, yeah, yeah. No, that's his personality. Six foot. Six foot. How tall are you? Well, now you're saying you're six foot, I'm six four. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Uh, Go for it. Really that's adding inches. Like I think I think I think as well, like you have to in in Ireland. It's it's either you become very complacent and happy with where you are, mm-hmm. or you have this like the fire in your belly, just like I'm gonna just go for more or make it somehow. Do you know? What I mean? And our parents really taught us that because they came to the country and they they bypassed trying to have this amazing life for themselves just to survive for yeah. us. So I think a bit of that has been passed on to us. Like yo, no matter what you're doing, bro, don't go and settle to be. Mm. Um, what do you know? What I mean, you must go beyond what you, yeah. Do you know what I mean? So I think I think our parents really pushed that into us, um, and that's the one thing I say the black people have in Ireland because not not everyone has that. Mm-hmm. Not everyone has that, but especially like our, our parents are still like taxi drivers mm. or um, security guards. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Or social workers like that's that's literally what they're doing, and they 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 bypassing this whole you know living this queen or king lifestyle mm. just so we was able to eat, you know? Yeah. So I, and, and it goes into the whole conversation of parents, like why, like sometimes we didn't get the love and affection mm-hmm. from our parents. Um, That's you know. bad though. I know, I know. But then I, I was bad. having, I was having a conversation Very bad. with one of my guys about it because he was like, I understand. Okay. They didn't, when they came home, my, okay. My mom, for example, was, she had two shops. And then she went to the post office at night time to work. Mm-hmm. So she's doing, she's going from eight o'clock till six, seven. And then at nine, ten, she's heading off to the post office. Someone telling her, you'll pack all these things, right? And and bear in mind, she's coming home. She's making food for us. Mm-hmm. She's putting, and a single parent. Mm-hmm. She's doing all that by herself. And, and, and this, it was a, this was a stage in my life that there wasn't so much affection and love. Mm-hmm. Because she, she didn't have the capacity. And I, and I, yeah. I look back at high side, I'm saying like, well, what else could she have done? Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And so so, so I don't I don't attack. Of course, if you have the opportunity to mm-hmm. do it, but some of, them, some of the, our parents were surviving so we could survive. Yeah. 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 
So I, you know. Even arguably killing themselves over the team. I'm to put it that way. And it's been a struggle. It's not been easy for our parents. Yeah. Definitely dealing with the racism they would have dealt with at that time. Yeah. Yo, my mom got spat on with, my, with pushing me in the buggy. Yeah. I grew up here. I, I not grew up. I, I was spent like five years here. Yeah. And then we went there. First, like first year that she was in Ireland, they spat on her. Yeah. Racism was crazy back then. I remember a month. Remember the story I told you mm. on Moore Street. Mm. This man stopped me and my mom. Um, and he, he was with his two sons. Mm-hmm. And he asked my mom, goes, sorry, uh, can my son touch your skin? He feels like he made a chocolate. And he, he, just, he just wants to make sure you don't melt. Diamond Jimmy! Diamond Jimmy! This was 0304. Diamond Jimmy! Diamond Jimmy! 0304. Yeah, 0304. That's crazy. I think that's the wildest one I've heard. That's not, that hasn't been 20 years. It's not been 20 years ago. Yeah, that's crazy. It's crazy. Why do you want to know? Did your mama love it? Yeah. You guys shook our hands. Jimmy! African parents, African parents, like they, they experience racism differently from the yeah, way we yeah. we understand what racism is. They, they didn't get it. They didn't yeah, they didn't get, get it. Get yeah, it. touch him, touch him. Touch him. Yeah, yeah. Touch him. Touch him. Well, nearly every school I went on the first day, I always go into a fight. Yeah, always. There was one time I was the only black kid in my because there was like first to third year and then fifth to second. So from first to second, mm. no second class. It was me against the whole of first, second class in, in football. Wow. <laughs> said, no, one guy, he was cheeky, he said, blacks against whites. Said, no, don't say black, say black. Black, the only one me. black against whites. Oh, I, managed, I managed to score one goal, though. I managed to score one goal, though. Yeah, they, 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 they dealt with you, man. they dealt with you. It's not easy. Yeah, man. Um, it's been a great chat, actually. Yeah, um, chat. Where's your head up, bro? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been a successful trip. Mm. Let's go. Let's get it. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> All right, see. What about you? Um, I'm hungry, baby. Mommy. Yeah, this guy's told me I was doing. Oh, Wait, hold on. So, so sorry about. Yeah, mama, yeah, sorry about. Ah, no, all of us. now. Ah, show boy about that. Boy about that. I can only hear it, so I can't speak it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my beans. My beans. My beans. Um, my you just hungry? No, yeah, I'm, I'm going to. I'm going to steal some of your terms. No, no, please tell Darren me. Darren Jimmy's. Darren Jimmy's. My beans. Five fragments. What's that? What you said? Fragment of excrement. Yeah, I'm just sweet. Yeah, I'm just hungry and um, I'm excited to release these episodes, man. Yeah, yeah. for sure. That's sure. a good one. What about you? Where's your head at? Um, I'm going to start the week. I'm going to go to the restaurant now. So I've got a busy mm-hmm. one. I'm going to go there and then start my crazy week just dealing how, with these builders. How far away is the best one from here? Uh, probably about, for maybe on about 40 minutes. Okay. Yeah. Women's drive, is it? Yeah. London is too big, man. Mm. Going from one end to the other, you're, you're driving for an hour and a, an hour and a half. Mm. And you're still in London. <laughs> you're still in London. <laughs> from an hour in Dublin. <laughs> yeah, you're yeah, in Dundalk. You've left, <laughs> you've left yeah. Dublin. It's mad. Okay, so, so that's what you just... Yeah, yeah. just... um. Yeah, it's, it's it's a stress I brought upon myself. Yeah, but it's just managing that with yeah. dealing with so many different things at once, which is probably my problem. But I like it. I like. How, how do you? This, this is the last mm. question. How do you learn to enjoy life while being stressed? If you get what I'm trying to say, um, while while on this journey, I think it's. It, I've given myself another two, three years to retire. When I mean retire, mm. I don't mean not working again, but mm. I mean going into consultancy. Yeah, I consider yeah, yeah. that retirement where yeah. I just open my laptop. 
have a conversation with somebody or go to a site to give them some advice and then that's it. Yeah. I don't expect to be on the field mm. dealing with like mm. the restaurant side. Customers. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean by retire. Yeah. Mm. So um, that's why I'm just keeping my head down for the next two years. If it works, fantastic. If it doesn't, I tried. That's... Let's go. Cool. Perfect. See you, it's forever. <laughs> Is it still running on the ATEM? Okay. Cool. Brilliant. Nah, thank you guys, man. Nah, appreciate, appreciate you. God bless. Thanks so much, man. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Appreciate it.